It says, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and once it was that to bind on earth to be found in heaven, and once it was that to loose on earth to be loose in heaven. In other words, God was telling us that we had to find Satan, but Satan is not by himself. And many times we only say, Satan, I bind you, but we must now say, Satan, I bind you, I bind your angelic race, and I bind your demon spirit. And where do we bind them off at? We bind them from where there's the gate. We bind them in the heavenly, the earth realm, the underworld, and the underseas in the name of Jesus Christ. You dealing with a born again believer, a King James reader. When they come to putting work, I got more stripes than a zebra. Caesar, demon murder, I'm in progress. I'm creeping up on these balls like his name was Cyrus. And I put two up in where he died. Yes, white stress. I guess. Put it down on sight, so I guess you can't deal with the feel. Let it on the skill. Let me get this off of my chest. Why, yes, I'm just a spirit, so yeah, pillar. Like pillar, blood spiller. To make it blunt, a straight demon killer. The other day I had a dream. It seemed that I was crowned the king. Giving the kingdom in the black queen. But I told the kingdom bye. And I the king goodbye, cause I'm at the boss up in the ghetto when the demons die. See, I don't have no love for demons and they don't love me. So I've got my KJV and I put it down constantly. Take the authority over the strong man when I'm from five mountain. I'm still always on my mind and I'm going to sleep and I'm dreaming of finding them. Always like age of breaking darkness in a hundred ways. Protect like my soul like I'm a rather pray a hundred days. In the know it's like a gorilla bleeding the blood over your villa. It's a sanctified blood war, demon killer, killer.
And amen. So be it, so be it. That is right. If he understand our ranks, if they understand our ranks, we should understand their ranks. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Five Smooth Stones. This is your brother, your brother, your brother, Brother Seth. And tonight I'm looking forward to what the saints have to say. This is one of those shows where I sit back and let testimonies run the show. Y'all hear me talk all the time, and some of y'all feel like I don't have enough guests. But there's so much to say. You have a lot to say, you just have a lot to say. Some people don't have a lot to say. When you've seen so much, too much is given, much is required. So I want to welcome everybody and shalom to you, uh, the biblical Hebrew. I think that's my sister, Georgia. I think I could be wrong. And um, all of you guests in the chat room, thank you for being early. Thank you for being early. The phone line is lit up. I hope uh, none of y'all ever hang up because you might not be able to get back, okay? I only can get like 50 on this one line. So it's a lot of people. And when there's a lot of people, we've got a lot of protocol we got to keep. So I'll lay down the rules of engagements in a second. But anyway, how are y'all doing? How's everybody doing? I really mean it. How are you doing? I'm not just talking just to be talking. Hopefully everybody's doing uh, wonderful today, and hopefully you did something to promote the real kingdom, what's really going on. Hopefully you did something in the spiritual realm. The natural realm is cool. It's cool. You know, you got your five senses going on, everything you can see, taste, touch, and smell. Yeah. But the real fight, real life, Real living is in the spiritual realm. After all, we are all spirits in these containers called a body. Well, tonight, we're going to try our best, folks, to ignore the physical, the body, the fascinating sciences. <laughs> well, they don't have no place in this show tonight. Not the physical. I know some of y'all might say, oh, brother, don't go too deep now. You can't get too spooky. Try to listen to me. Everything you see, taste, touch, and smell is temporary. It has an expiration date on it. Why do we put so much stock in it? Why? Why do we put so much stock in beauty? Why do we put so much stock in money? Money is overrated for sure. Wealth is overrated. Fame is overrated. Power is overrated. I'm talking about in the natural realm. So tonight I want to ask all of my brothers and sisters visiting from other um, clubs or other blogs, uh, whether you be on Facebook, Twitter, however you got this message, it's various ways. I want to ask everybody tonight to put on your spiritual cap. Put on your spiritual cap tonight. I want you to think about those people in the churches that do got it together. I know a lot of them don't have it together, faking and shaking and making money and building temples. I know about all them people, but, yeah, tonight, let's give them a break. We don't want to talk about them. Let's talk about them people that give you, that you think about when ain't nobody around because their actions convict you. I said, 
let's think about those people that convict you if you are doing what's wrong, if you're not following the most high and his and his his leadings. Let's talk about those things that happen in your life that you can't explain, but you know they happen. And nobody can take it away. You never really understood it. You just don't want to you want to put it out your head. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that person that you talked to and you walked away and you went back to say something else to them and they were nowhere around. And right now is the first time that somebody ever said that to you. Up until just now, you have thought you probably was a little crazy. There's some of y'all, maybe just one, that experienced that. Let's talk about the things you can't explain. Let's talk about the things that scare the hell out of you and you don't have a clue. Let's talk about the spiritual realm. Well, I see, again, we have a, a, a full house again on the phone lines. Uh, y'all really like the spiritual warfare. And uh, by the way, that song was by Gospel Gangsters. Okay, let me turn it up. Somebody said you can't hear me. Uh, can you hear me now? I'm going to talk up a little bit. Can y'all hear me now? Please, please comment quickly in the chat room. Let me know if you can hear me now. Can y'all hear me now? Please, in the chat room, let me know. Quick, quick, quick. Well, let me see if we can fix this pause. Okay, all right. Well, I want to be heard definitely now. Y'all probably in a minute, I'm going to talk too loud because I'm going to definitely talk up because I definitely want to be heard. Folks, listen, I want y'all to know something. Brother Seth, love y'all. Yeah, you don't even know me. How you gonna love me? No, really, I really do love people. And this is the show that I talk about. We love everybody here. We ain't got no hatred for the white man because he's a devil and he wasn't, and you know, all this stuff about, I mean, please. Nobody talk about white supremacy more than I do. I guarantee you, nobody on blog talk, nowhere I talk about white supremacy more than I do. Remember, I'm the guy that talk a lot about leprosy. I talk about it more than anybody. I got probably six shows devoted to leprosy. Just look at archives. So, yes, whites come here and feel uncomfortable because they've been taught a certain way. But I don't even like saying the term white because they're not white. That is so silly. They're not white, and you're not black. It is no such thing as a white or black person. There's just people with different degrees of melanin. Y'all better get over this white-black thing. I'm about to show y'all the real boogeyman, so to speak. I'm about to show y'all tonight, with the help of some saints, the real enemy. So leave the white man and the white woman alone. They are you, black people. You are them. White people is no different than black people. They just have different degrees of melanin. Yes, a lot of them was raised like devils, and they act like devils because the way they was raised. And it's hard to sometimes distinguish the difference, but they're just people. And I can show you some black folks that will make you never call a white person a devil after you get through seeing what they did. After all, the Most High destroyed the first earth, and they was all black. So I'll tell you what. Let's get some a few friends that I know is going to be dropping by, a few camps coming by. I haven't seen them yet. I'm going to give them a little bit more time. I think my guest is in the house, uh, and so that's good. But let me just give just a couple more minutes, and uh, we'll be right back. And um, I'll tell you what, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do, well, let me just do a few more things before we take this short, short little break, just allowing some more people to come is all I'm doing, just stalling a little bit here. For those of y'all that don't know, we, we – uh, we, meaning Five Smooth Stone, do have a website. It's very new. I hardly ever get time to, to work on it. 
like some of the blogs out there have some wonderful websites and hundreds of people. Well, this is a this is a website. It's got some stuff on it you might find very interesting, short but potent. Uh, it is www.blogtalkradio.com. I think I'm going to type this in here for y'all. www.blogtalkradio.web, excuse me, .com. Again, www. What am I doing? Y'all bear with me. I, I said that wrong. I said that completely wrong. I'm trying to do 15 things. Let me just slow down. It's www.fivesmoothstones.webs.com. Okay? It's, it's, I'm about to type in the chat room right now. I want to say to y'all, please go by there and register uh, because what we're doing is we're just trying to, uh, you know, you, have, you heard the old adage, uh, iron. we're just trying to educate each other. You know, we're family, folks, and we may be the only family some of y'all have because some of y'all, the way you teach, you know, we've had the Egyptologists on the last four shows, and I'm telling you, the way some of y'all teach, we probably all you got anyway because folks ain't trying to hear what y'all saying. I'm just being honest. So please visit this site. Let's hook up. Let's uh, exchange phone numbers. Let's get to know each other more because there's a lot going on in our world. The truth is often stranger than fiction, and you're going to be by yourself trying to convince your, your, some of your blood relatives. They already think you're crazy and reject you anyway. So this is your new family. The scripture says, the Messiah said, those that do the will of my father, that's my real family. And I'm beginning to believe that, I tell you. This blood relative thing, uh, is, I'm beginning to think it's for the birds because sometimes your blood relatives is the worst enemies that can be possibly, sometimes. Not all the time. So, folks, go to the site, again, www.fivesmoothstones.webs.com. Go there, register, chat with people, talk with people, leave messages for folks. Look at the audio, look at the clips. I put on there, put some very important clips. Dr. Jewel Pukum is on there, a lot of people. Uh, not a lot, but it's enough to keep you busy. A lot of pictures. I put subtitles, different places I've been in the world, different things i learned about this subject. Uh, it's on there. So, go there. Go there. And uh, and uh, and take advantage of what's there. Okay, we it's a new site, so don't expect to be thousands of people. Uh, so anyway, let me just go ahead and do this. I'm take a little short break uh, and uh, allow a few more people to come, and we'll be right back.
now for our feature presentation. Okay, folks, welcome back. Just had to take a little short break there, just to kind of allow a few more people to come. I want to go ahead and start the program, and again, thank everybody for being on time. I'm going to talk a little fast because we've got a lot of ground to cover. And, uh, folks, I just all I would ask you is please, please sit back and listen. This is not, I don't want no pissing contest. It's, I don't want a lot of brothers causing. We try to argue what the proper name is. This is not the show. We just did like the last three shows, okay? Tonight, we're in the spirit. Tonight, we're in the spirit. Can you see it? Then we ain't talking about it. Can you touch it? Then we ain't talking about it. Can you taste it? Then we ain't talking about it. What? Yes. If you can see it, we're not talking about it. If you can touch it, we're not talking about it. We're talking about what you can't touch. What's your religion going to do for you now? What belief system are you going to use now? Who are you going to call on now? We're not talking about nothing you can see, taste, touch, and smell. Because everything that you can see, taste, touch, and smell and hear originated in the realm we're talking about now. So why would you build your life talking about leaves and never address branches and roots? You are a very shallow person. I love you. You're a bad boy or a bad girl or a bad woman or a bad man. But until you address the spiritual realm, these demons that are sitting around 85,000 years old with beasts with the most high, or whether high ever long, I just do it know about that. They may be 8,000 years old. I don't know. Angels, old, timeless. Spirits, most high occasionally give them bodies to walk around and minister to men. I know you think I'm cuckoo. I figured you would. Keep listening. Don't hang up. The truth is often strange and in fiction. Tonight, I'm not trying to scare anybody. Tonight, I'm not trying to talk down anybody. Tonight, I'm trying to make it like, I know so much. No, you probably know circles around me. This topic, I got something to say. You can't take away from my experiences. You can't prove something that already happened. To tell me that the spiritual realm don't exist is to tell me that I'm not talking on this cell phone to all of y'all. I'm going to say it again. We don't want to hear about what you can see, taste, touch, and smell. We want to hear about voices that you hear, times that you knew something and you don't know how you knew it, places you've been and you feel like, why am I here? I mean, you, the things that make your, you, you know, kind of jar the mind. We want to talk about this joy people have when they don't have no reason to be enjoyed. They just got evicted. What makes people happy in the middle of sorrow? How can people be healed? What touches people's body and allow a cancerous situation to go away? How can somebody, a woman, be possessed and her voice turn to a man? How can a spirit jump from one person Immediately to another person, a voice, a woman having a man voice, and then that spirit jumps into another woman or jumps into a child or jumps into an animal. Was Christ real? Did he indeed command evil spirits to go into swine? Did he? Did evil spirits say, my name is Legion, when Christ said, what is your name? Some of y'all think we're cuckoo, and that's why we have this show. To my Hebrew brothers and sisters, I'm so glad that y'all have realized who the true Jews are. The Most High have called us 
Israelites into existence again. He allow us not to be sleeping and blind that many of us have woken up. But because you've got these powerful revelations of who we are in the natural, some of y'all got cocky and forgot about the spiritual. And I'm bringing on a guest in a second. I'm just saying, laying a quick foundation before I bring on uh, our guest for the night. Folks, please, please don't, don't, don't ask to speak just to be heard. I mean, unless you really got something strong to say, please, just not tonight. Let's stay on topic. We're talking about the spiritual realm, the unexplained, okay? We're talking about people, beings that don't have a body. You just happen to have a body, but you are spirit. The part of you, the spirit is in the spiritual realm. I'm talking from the spiritual realm right now through my body. So I don't want to be sound kooky when I say we don't want to talk about things you can see, taste, touch, and smell. We're going to talk about people. You can obviously see people, but what's inspiring them to do what they do? That woman that said, somebody told me to put my baby in the microwave. I heard him. Why do I think she's crazy? Well, she is crazy for putting the baby in the microwave, but she's not crazy that something told her. You think she lying? You think she lying? She's not stupid. Something did tell her. Some did tell her young, young boys to go into Columbine and shoot up everybody. They're not crazy. They did hear something. Haven't you heard some silly, crazy things like that before in your life? Of course you have, but you just thought, well, where did that thought come from? You're strong. You've been taught different. Some people don't have what you have, and they hear these thoughts, and they know that it wasn't their mind, and they go act out. Tonight, we have just one, well, actually, we got more than one. We have a sister, somebody actually recommended her come on my show. I can have big name people, but I like the layman people because big name folks, you know, as much as I like talking about Christ and what he's done, I like talking about Peter because y'all like Peter. Christ, you can always argue, well, he was dead to you, blah, blah, blah. What you going to talk about? What you got to say about Peter walking the water, though? Well, he fell. Yeah, he might have sunk, but he walked the water. Everybody want to talk about Peter. He did walk the water, though. So I like to talk about the disciples and, of course, Christ. Now, tonight we have people that is going to try to explain to you the spiritual realm, what it is, how it is, why it is, and to uh, illuminate some of y'all that is totally in the flesh, thinking you can please the most high by keeping the Levitical laws, right around here thinking you're justified because you're keeping the Sabbath, thinking you feel good after a good Sabbath day and feel like, whoo, I kept the Sabbath. I kept the feast days. I've kept the piece of unleavened bread. Well, that's good, and you should. But your righteousness <laughs> is as filthy rags on your best day. Moses' righteousness on his best day was as filthy rags. For real. Now, if you want to talk about Abraham, a man whom the Most High would not impute sin, now you're talking. It has to be given to us, folks, righteousness. That's another topic. Our guest is Miss Jennifer Kathy. Miss Jennifer Kathy. Okay? And I'm going to go ahead and write and read quickly and bring her on the show's description. Tonight's guest, who have been eyewitnesses of spiritual it says here, tonight's guests who have been eyewitnesses of spiritual warfare and that engages in it daily. That's a typo. Anyway, yes, the real world behind this uh, external temporary world. 
So the guests tonight are eyewitnesses, is what I'm trying to say here, of the spiritual realm, the spiritual war, spiritual players. They're here. Some all of All of us really is just some of you just is in, engaging in, in warfare every day and just don't know it. Isn't that something that y'all walking around here listening to evil spirits, being helped by angels, and you don't even know it? I went on to continue with the description for the show tonight and said, uh, I guess wrote earlier, I embrace the Most High's Ruach, which is the Holy Spirit, and this is my statement of truth. She went on to say, my name is Jennifer Kathy. I am married, have three children, and live in beautiful California. I was radically called into the deliverance spiritual warfare in the year of 2000. I am still doing the work of the Most High to this day. All right? And I went on to say that typically our blogs deal with other things. We normally do with the New World Order. We talk about all kinds of stuff, Tuskegee, HARP, U.S. imperialism, CIA, Preserve, Iraq, rap culture, demonic culture, Iran, African exploitation, IMF, World Health Organization, World Bank, Structured development program, weather warfare, Planned Parenthood, fake prosperity in the church, Babylon, Armageddon, Revelation 17, name it, we go through it. But tonight, none of this, none of these things I just named, you can't wrap your mind around the kind of evil that these people do in the Federal Reserve and in other parts unless you understand spiritual warfare. You just can't understand. You can't fathom the evil. You just can't do it. That's why a lot of people don't believe this stuff, and they call us conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy type of people So without further delay I'm going to go ahead and open the phone line Sister Jennifer, are you there? Eric code 909 Is this you, Sister Jennifer? Shalom, shalom Brother All right. hi <laughs> Hi, hi, and welcome to the show Welcome to the show I'm so glad to have you on And like I was just telling people Someone recommended you to me And I like bringing on people like that Versus some name without a lot of names Everybody run to that person I like layman people If you, Sister Jennifer, can talk about evil spirits And if you can talk about experiences you've had And if you can enlighten people We got us something But anybody can come on and say, I'm T.D. Jackson Of course, everything people say, he say Folks just believe because of his name I don't like that I like your your life, and I'm not saying Jason ain't living right. I'm not, I'm not even talking about Jason right. I'm just saying I like dealing with everyday people because most of us are just simply everyday people, and we're looking for everyday answers. So, I, again, I picked this sister. I don't even know her that well. I've had a comp- uh, several conversations with her, and my spirit clicked with her spirit. And you probably say, well, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. You just say you don't know her that well. How are you going to have her on? Because, again, we're talking about the spiritual realm, my spirit. Gave me a confirmation that it is okay to have this sister on. She knows something. You don't have to spend a whole lot of time trying to get to know people when you're in the spirit. That don't mean I'm perfect. Come on, folks. Y'all know better than that. Some of y'all live circles around me in some areas. But tonight, I'm talking about something that's very old. Sister Jennifer, we're talking about the spiritual realm, spiritual warfare, and I hear you are no amateur when it comes to dealing with in this realm. Is that correct? Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Well, well let me brother, yes. let, let mm-hmm. me just start off by asking you some questions. I know there's some other people that's going to jump in. They have experiences. I mean, show enough dates, places, times, show enough encounters with. 
some things that's going to blow a lot of our minds, and that is not the goal of this show tonight, to just blow people away. We just want our Hebrew Israelite brothers and sisters to wake up and get out of that law and get into the spirit. Now, when you're in the spirit, you're actually going to keep more laws than in the law. I know that sound is so crazy what I just said, so let me say it again slow. I want to encourage the brothers and sisters that know we Israel to not stake all of their life in the Old Testament. Christ came. What did he do? What happened? What's different since Christ has come? The law is for the lawless. The law is for people that don't walk with the most high. It's for people that can't hear. It's for people that, that can't. I know some of y'all just, uh, I got here. Yeah, I feel you. I feel them in the spirit. But you're going to be okay when I make this statement. Just listen. The law, the Bible says the law is for the lawless. Why did the scripture say that? To confuse us, to make us argue. Why did it say that? The law is for people. Israel needed the law. Moses didn't need it. Israel needed the Ten Commandments. Moses didn't need it because he already knew the Ten. He already was. If you he loved the Most High, and you're trying to please the Most High, there's some things you're just not going to do. You really don't need those Ten Commandments. That's for the knuckleheads out there. That, well, what are you telling you? How we? You know, that's for them. But if you walk with the Most High and you see what He like, and you love Him with all your heart, soul, mind, and body, you're going to keep more than ten laws. So do Brother Seth believe you keep a law? Not. The Old Testament law, like y'all think. I actually believe in keeping a lot of them and more. So how do we know? How do you know what to keep, what not to keep? The spirit. Sister, I don't want to talk anymore. I want you to share with the people uh, just a little bit about yourself in terms of the spiritual warfare. Why do you say to me earlier in our conversation that you feel a calling to this? Why do you feel a calling? And what does that mean, a calling to deliverance? What is deliverance? Some people don't know what that means. That's a church word. Explain what deliverance is and how the Most High called you to this. How do you know? Go ahead. Well, (laughs) as you said, there are, like, more laws when you're in the spirit than when you're not in the spirit. That is actually very right. It's very right because if you don't know the Father's voice, uh, very intimately, you won't know what you're to do. You're just operating like a very rigid person without any, I'm going to use this word, some people aren't going to like it, but without any charisma, you know, like being on a date or something and you have no charisma. You know, you're just staring at the air or something. you got to know his voice. you got to be led by the Ruach, the Holy Spirit. Um, how do you know? Well, one of the ways you know in my, you know, I can only speak for me, um, family and listeners, um, there was something always very different about me my whole life. If anyone came around you from, you know, most of my life, they'd say she was always peculiar. She was always different. I was casting out demons when I didn't even know it. I didn't know I was casting out demons. So I was already, I was always peculiar on the job. I was peculiar within my uh, family settings. I was peculiar. Uh, In the church setting, I was peculiar. Uh, I could feel the anointing when nobody would talk about it. I was around and nobody would talk about the move of the Father, the warmth, the the intimate uh, intimacy with the Ruach, or, you know, nobody was talking about it. And I was in a big, huge um, mega church. I'm just being honest with you. And I'd sit there and feel, and nobody was saying anything. So you know it because your spirit understands that since you have acquainted yourself with 
and I'm going to say it this way, the father's son, and you have witnessed by faith his death, burial, resurrection, ascension, and seatedness, you have the power once you want that power. Once you want that power according to Acts 19.2, have you believed since you received, you know, um, uh, uh, should I say, have you received since you believed on the Mashiach or the Messiah, then you have that power. What are you going to do with that power? So I would say you recognize it because you are so hungry for the true and real, not the physical. I've never been much of a physical person anyway. I never was a drinker, never was out at the clubs, never promiscuous, never, never. Anybody that knows me, they'll say no, no, never. Didn't club, didn't party, stayed close to the Father my whole life. So that's part of the way you know. Well, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I was. Right. I'm gonna, I say, hear you. I'm gonna say this right. Somewhere. I'm gonna say, <laughs> let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. She experienced a lot of spiritual warfare, and she's the most I've kept up. Well, let me get this straight. Brother said, that is not my testimony. I was out there. I did do some crazy stuff. Now, I never smoked and drank in my life. You probably say, what? You can't tell me that. You never smoked and drank. You said, uh, trust me, what I did do, I made up for the other. Okay? So. But go ahead, my sister. I don't want people to think that you can't, you know, we're good at two-shoe, and they can't identify with where we at. Trust me. No, no, and no. A, I lot of, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of a lot of more people come on this line, and they have uh, even more uh, things that they've experienced. But spiritual warfare, it, it don't matter what your background is. It, it's just it's just what, you know, when the enemy come or angels come and they get to mingling sometime, our our spirit pick up on this thing, and this is what we call spiritual warfare, the activity among evil spirits, angels, and the Holy Spirit. And us, of course, we're spirits, okay? So uh, go ahead, my sister. I want you to go ahead and hit, and hit that a little bit more where you at. Okay, and I was not a goody two-shoe, but let me say that when you walk like I did, you I was sometimes more... I looked at the other people more than myself because I was the one that looked like I didn't have a setting at times because people did what I didn't do, so I wasn't admiring myself. There was a certain admiration for the other because they looked, they had breakthroughs too. So by no means am I saying that when you repent, when you turn from your wicked ways, when you desire, and even if you don't do that, if the call is there, the call is there. It's with you anyway. Because he called you, you didn't call him. So it's there anyway. He knew you before the foundation of the world. Uh, and also, um, with the particular song you played, I happen to know that deliverance minister, her name is Elsie Clark. And, yes, she does fine ministry uh, as far as casting demons out. So I do know her. And, and, um, and, and, let, and let me say that I'm glad you know her because I like see a black woman with attitude. In the spiritual realm, Warren, Warren, that's where she belongs. But listen, real quick, that's not a put-down. That's actually a compliment. But one thing I don't like about rap, sometimes the art of rap, they focus so much on rhyming and, you know, the words. You can't always hear what they're saying. But they're saying some powerful things. One of the things the brothers keep saying in the background, they says uh, five hoes, hold on, how do they go? Four holes, three nails. They're saying four holes, three nails. The blood of Christ will prevail. You know, the four holes that Christ suffered. And then they go on to talk about, uh, at one point they were saying 
to the evil spirits that if you keep bugging me, I'm going to fast and pray 100 days. <laughs> now, the reason why they say that is because you, when you fast and pray, the Bible says that's when certain spirits come out, the really tough spirits. The disciples, when they was casting out spirits left and right, and then uh, there were some spirits they ran into, and they them spirits looked at them like, I don't know what you're talking about. You better get on out of here. And then they went to Christ and said, wait a minute, why come these spirits didn't obey us? And then Christ said, oh, yeah, these kind coming out only but by fasting and prayer. I want to try to get that verse for you. But, sister, while I'm getting this verse for you, because I want, I want to give as much information, scriptural uh, information as I can, while I'm looking at up, uh, sister, uh, we gotta have some more people on, right? That 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 some, uh, that have the same kind of testimony or that is very familiar with spiritual warfare. Am I correct? Uh, if they raise their hand, they um, most of the people that might come on would be people that met me that I actually um, cast demons out of. Okay. Wow. Well, let's let's do this. Okay, if you are one of those people, press one right now. Nobody else. If you're going to be speaking, sharing your testimony on this line of many people, press one. Okay, there's one person. Anybody else? If you're going to be talking on the show tonight, oh, you don't you don't have to be pre-planned. If you really have, um, well, let's first get Sister Jennifer's guest. Anybody else? I see one person. Is there anybody else that Sister Jennifer is talking to that you're going to be sharing tonight? Please, please, please press 1. All right, if you're on the phone line and you're not with Sister Jennifer, you just hear the subject and be like, oh, yeah, big time. Oh, yeah, they're real. Spirits are real. Spiritual warfare is real. Okay, there's another person. I don't know. It's 909-452. If you're not with Sister Jennifer, press 1 again so I know. Otherwise, I'm going to put you down as being with Sister Jennifer. All right? Press one again, nine oh nine four five two if you are not with Sister Jennifer. Otherwise leave it just as it is. Okay, so that's two. All right, so now we know who's with Sister Jennifer. So we're gonna try to bring you guys in as well on this subject. But before we do, Sister Jennifer, I want you to talk about a couple things tonight. And those of you that's gonna be coming on that's gonna be testifying as well, I want you to remember to if you, if all possible, try to hit on the gifts of the spirit if you know what I'm talking about. Have you experienced the gifts of the Spirit? If you have, let these people know that I've been talking to for the last year how real they are. These nine gifts. Have you experienced the gift of miracle? Have you experienced discerning of spirits? Have you experienced tongues? How about interpretation of tongues? Have you experienced uh, uh, just faith? All of these different things that the Scripture says when the Spirit takes over your body, when you allow it, it's a gentleman, it is a gentleman, when you allow the Spirit to take over your body, every spirit, wants a body, including the Holy Spirit. Evil spirits want a body. Holy Spirit want a body. Every one of these spirits want to glorify their master by getting a body and glorifying their master. Evil spirits want to get control of your body and glorify its master, Satan, Lucifer. Holy Spirit want to take over your body with your permission and glorify its master. Some say Yahweh, Yahweh, all these different names. I'm just going to say the most high. That's what I'll call them the rest of the show. Y'all call them whatever you want to call them, i call them the Most High. But the Most High, the, the, the Holy Spirit wants to get inside of us. And when it does, the Bible says it's going to do nine things. It's nine operations of the Spirit. It's basically doing nine things. It's going to perform a miracle using your body. It's going to give you a word of knowledge using your body. It's going to discern other spirits using your body. It's just nine different operations. So 
if y'all have experienced those gifts, it's very important tonight you let people know, I experienced the word of knowledge. This is how it happened. So I'm going to let Sister Jennifer go first and share with y'all, and then I'm going to share something with the story I share all the time because it's just the most profound thing I've ever experienced with regards to the gifts of the Spirit. Sister Jennifer, please tell the people and be as accurate as you can. The Most High is looking at you. Let's not deceive people, not that I believe you will, but I'm just, I want us to be as honest as possible. If you don't remember something, just say, well, I don't remember really. You don't have to give no names. We won't embarrass nobody. Please let the people know what have you experienced in this realm outside of this natural realm. Please. Uh, well, okay, I just want to do a basic here first and kind of repeat what you said, that we are triune be- beings and we're body, soul, and spirit, and that our spirits cannot be infected by demons, but they can be surrounded by demons. And our soul, you know, it's made of the mind, will, and the emotions. And, of course, we know our body is physical. So we can kind of have an idea of how our body can be affected. Our body can be affected, you know, by sickness, inordinate affection, or, you know, evil concupiscence for our sex or anything like that. Um, when it comes to the soul, that would come up more with uh, control or anger or major temper. You know, of course, soul also um, can be sex in terms of imagination or whatever, um, um, pornography. So we have an idea how the body can be affected, the soul can be affected. And, of course, the spirit, is it born again? Has it witnessed the Mashiach or the Messiah? Has it understand through its witnessing, again, I'll say, its death, burial, resurrection, ascension, and seatedness. So understanding the body, because many don't even understand the body. So we have to understand the body so we can understand how we're infected and what what we're going through, whether it's like a soul tie. You know, people get tied to somebody. And they're so soul tied, they can't even move on. Their soul is tied to that person, whether it's through... Um, Sex, whether it's conversation, through whether it's through divorce, whatever it might be. So having an idea of what a stronghold might look like. A stronghold is when something looks right to you, but it's wrong. You're cleaning up the kitchen, and you're cleaning up the kitchen, and you're wiping the cabinets, and your family's looking at you like, she wiped the cabinets down 20 times. What is that? And you think it's right. That's a stronghold. Now, is it a demon? Yes. But you think it's right. Then you have people who have demons, they cry out for help. I need some help. So you have those that have a stronghold that think wrong is right, and you have those that cry out that want help. Um, one of my experiences, I have many, but I'll just go to this one. I went on a 21-day fast, and um, uh, I had gone to this particular ministry years ago, and um this particular lady I knew was kind of interested in this uh, young man, but she didn't know if she should marry him because he had, you know, strange ways and she didn't really know what was going on. And I kept sharing with her, you know, he's demonically oppressed. And, um, you know, people don't necessarily want to hear that about someone they care about, but she understood deliverance. Well, I walked in, and men had been working on him and working on him on the floor and trying to cast the demons out and people and women praying and intercession going on. And 
And I just was kind of standing around, kind of waiting to go, and I walked over, and he said, um, excuse me, but get that woman of God away from me. She's on the 19th day of her 21-day fast. So I thought, well, you recognize me, huh? And so the men said, have your way, and they just moved out of the way, and the lady that was interceding, and I went, and I, you know, laid my hands on his stomach, and that demon talked to me, and I continued to command uh, that demon to come out, and it did. Long story short. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold Mm -hmm. Hold that thought, hold that thought, because this is kind of thick. If you're listening for the first time and you think Diva Spears is imaginary like Santa Claus and she's and the sister is saying that she talked to the spirit, you're probably wondering, well, how did it sound? What did it say? So try to be a little bit more detailed. I know it takes a little time, but we ain't in no rush. But I want people to understand that millions of people and cuckoo talking about the spiritual realm. And I want people to also understand, if you get around to it, Sister Jennifer, this is a lot on your plate. If you have a pen, just write this down. How do they enter in the first place? How do they enter the, the body? They take over the body. Uh, you know, How do they enter a person? Why do they enter a person? And how do we get them delivered? We can talk about how we get them delivered in the latter part because we don't need to talk about that now. They don't need to put it in them. My, the goal of the show, folks, I'm going to drop the ball here, but the goal of this show is to expose the enemy. Sister Jennifer is simply trying to turn the light. If we're successful at the end of the show, the light will be on and you'll be like, oh, my goodness. I'm in the middle of a warfare and don't even know it. Oh, my goodness. I thought this was a zoo, and this is literally Vietnam. So we're just simply trying to reveal the enemy, but I don't know if it's a good ministry to just reveal the enemy without revealing the solution. We will talk about how you get free of demonic oppression or possession, and we also, like I said earlier, is going to talk about how they enter, why they enter in the first place. So go ahead, my sister. Okay, let's see. Well, uh, he spoke. I didn't really speak to him in terms of answering what he said. I commanded him to come out, but... What did he say? He said, the, he said uh, get that woman of God away from me um, that's been on that fast for 19, 19 days of her 21 days. The thing about it, he knew how many days I'd been on the fast. He was actually right. He was absolutely right, and my husband and witnesses were there. And I'm going to kind of jump in here real quick, and I probably should let you just, I'm going to let you finish, but Evil spirits, our spirits has been around thousands of years. They can actually tell you what happened at Calvary. Ain't no memory loss. They ain't got no brains like we got been eating the wrong food and forgetting stuff. These are spirits. Somebody explained it like this, and I want the sister to take off where she just was at. This is a quick interjection. Look at it like this. The spiritual realm is like a book. You can open up a book to any part in time. And go there now. Evil spirits remember yesterday like it's today. It's like a book. You can go to page one. You can go to the end of the book. You can go to the end of the world, or you can go to the beginning of the world. You can just you can just flip back and forth. That's how the spirit room. There's no time, distance, space. I'm telling you. 
there's a, a book. I don't recommend you get it. I'm going to tell you again, I don't recommend you get it, but there was this person, this woman listened to a voice called Seth, just like my name, Seth. And this spirit named Seth caused this woman to be very wealthy. It would tell her, it told her everything that ever happened. I can see some of y'all right now trying to go get it. Do not get the book. This woman is possessed by a spirit named Seth. This spirit told her everything that happened at Calvary, everything, details. And a lot of ministers was like, wait a minute, that's a Bible what the Bible said happened. How did the spirit know that? I mean, the spirit was just telling her, but in the end, it'll use truth, 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 and then it'll turn on you and go a, a, a different direction. You know, like that spirit talk said, I don't know how, how long you fast, but Sister Jennifer can't go, oh, evil spirit leading got me. Now that you told me the truth, leading got me, because it's, it's trickery. Just like the world, they have a degree of truth. Billionaires, millionaires, they use the laws of, of the kingdom to get their wealth, but they don't give the most high their heart. It's trickery. Like what they call it, the uh, this one tape, I can't think of this video, but anyway, Oprah talked about it a lot. Uh, the secret, the secret. All of those rich people on the secret, they got they got some truth. But they're using concepts and precepts for the kingdom to get the wealth because they know it's going to happen. It's, it's universal laws. But then they don't give their life to the most high. They don't give them credit. They don't give them. So listen as the sister share. I'm going to let her finish. But I just want to interject. Oh, they do know truth. Go ahead, my sister. Yes, absolutely right. And, uh, you know, they're tattletales. So you, you can, uh, if you don't bind them, something can go on in your presence and someone that shouldn't know what you said or did or whatever will know because, you know, like I'll take a, for instance, uh, I had a friend and her husband was giving her a hard time. And when we would hang out or whatever, have dinner, whatever, we'd talk and she'd go home and he knew everything we said. He knew everything and he did not like me. So he knew everything we said. But going back to the other story, uh, he got free. Hold on, Sister Jennifer. That's called a familiar spirit. When a spirit ain't around you, and when a familiar spirit, that means a spirit that ain't never been around you. Somebody's possessed with a spirit, and it could be a guy. And then another girl, I I actually experienced this. I'm talking about when I was on Satan's turf. I can tell you. I've been used of evil spirits for the – I have allowed them to use me to do evil. So when we say spiritual warfare, we're not talking about we Lily Lily, Lily White always doing stuff the right way. No, I have been on Satan's turf, and I remember if you're brought up in the the Pentecostal settings, not all Pentecostal churches may believe like this, but when when you're brought up with the things Sister Jennifer is talking about, and even when you you go into the world, you ain't forgot that stuff. So a lot of times I'd be out in clubs or whatever, and I wouldn't know people as possessed. I mean, I literally would look at them and say, oh, there, go to the devil, and then move away from them. I wouldn't try to cast them out because I was right there in the club with them. Or sometimes I noticed a spirit, a spirit of a lust was up on me, didn't care. All I wanted was what I saw. And check this out. You meet a young lady. She don't know you. You don't know her. But that spirit knows each other. She has the same kind of spirit you got. There have been times people walk up. I'm not going to tell you all my business, but I've been times where there's been very few words said. I walk up to somebody. And it just may be a kiss. And just it goes from escalation from a kiss that you think I've been knowing them forever. And it ain't just me. It's it's these are familiar spirits. It's something in me know that something in this person and they connect. 
They bring us together. We wonder why I'm going down this road, why I'm turning down this street. And it, these are ungodly. It's like the sister city are like soul ties. They begin to begin, they turn into soul ties later. But initially they're just familiar spirits just trying to yoke up. It's all in it. So it's just Jennifer. Okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, he got free, right, from the familiar spirit. Oh, that was a familiar spirit. From that um uh, the one, the particular guy that was on the floor, um, he got free, um, and uh, the particular lady that was planning on marrying him saw the difference. I'll, if Brother Seth wants me to break up more, break down more details, I will. But try because there's so much on my mind, and other people on the line, I'm telling the stories kind of quickly. So if he wants more information, he can stop me. But the guy got free. They got married. And he was very different, and that's what we want to see—the change. And okay, also when you say got free, you got free. Let's go back because remember we were talking to church people. Now some people listen to you. And they mean, what do you mean, got free? Did the spirit fly away? I mean, what do you mean free? Well, it came out of him. Uh, his eyes turned colors, so I knew he wasn't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean his eyes turned colors? <laughs> his eyes turned like a goldy color, and he had blue eyes. And his eyes turned blue and brown and gold, and they kept kind of going in and out and doing that. And most people are afraid of this type, as you know. They're afraid, so everybody backs well, off. Because, mm-hmm. Well, let me say this. I'm going to share a quick story. And, Sister Jennifer, I want you to interject me like I just did, too, if you have any questions. I, I've never seen the eyes do that, okay? But I'm not saying it didn't. If evil spirits can do all kind of stuff. People, these are spirits. They can turn... Spirits have the ability to 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 do things in the natural. So for somebody say, well, I hear my bed shaking at night. Well, yeah, spirits can shake beds. You know, when I went to New Orleans, everybody said, don't go in the voodoo shop. Don't go in the voodoo shop. I made it my point to go in the voodoo shop. Why? I'm not intimidated by that. I want to use. I wanted to see what kind of trickery is these witches down here, and and what are they doing to people? Somebody might say, I would never ever go in a voodoo shop. What is wrong with you, Seth? See, this is what people do. And, Sister, I know, Sister Jennifer, you got something in your arsenal with regards to witches and wizards. I know we've talked a little bit about that. But the reason I wanted to go into this voodoo shop is because the enemy uses people to make like they have powers by scare tactics, skeletons, a rabbit foot. And I just went in there and just kind of was laughing and some people, when I told them, when I got back, they said, Brother Seth, you should not be going in no voodoo shop. I said, listen, I can go where I want to go if I'm trying to get knowledge, especially in freeing people. How would you know what's in that shop if you're not at one? Folks, believe me, I have no interest at all in voodoo. As a matter of fact, I don't even believe in voodoo. I think it's a bunch of people. I do think it's real, but it's nothing more than, a, than, than faith, negative faith, people speaking. Your husband gonna die. Your husband gonna die. You're gonna you're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. And they say it and they get you to believe it. And they do something spooky by saying, "Take some uh, rabbit blood and put it here." Brother Seth, oh. brother Seth, you said I could interrupt you. You know, voodoo is very real. Those Caribbeans have some real voodoo. They have some real voodoo, brother. I'm sorry, but when people are born, and they're born from someone that practiced voodoo for generation after generation after generation, and I've dealt with it past, and I'm dealing with it now. 
And if they're born into a family that did not arrest those spirits before that child came to the womb, that child is born with that spirit on them of voodoo. And I'm telling you, the Caribbean voodoo, voodoo the Indian stuff, all that stuff is real, and it is, you can be born with it because there has to be, I'm going to say it this way for the people that don't understand, they understand this language. If there's no police officer to pull, off, pull out his badge and arrest that, pull it over, give it a ticket, um, be on a ticket, lock it up with cuffs, put it in the back seat and take it and lock it up in jail, somebody on some level of the generational curse has to break the power of that thing, else it continues. That's just one voodoo, right, voodoo, right. all that. But listen, listen, you are absolutely right. I didn't say it don't exist. It exists. But I, I know people, they laugh and they say it can't have no power over me. They look at you, they they, they might be joking and say that, that can't have no power over me. And they mean it and they believe it. Voodoo have no, my mother was cursed. And my mother had a, woman, a curse put on her because a woman thought she was trying to take her man. And this woman went to a person and had some put on her. But this is how it happened. I'm telling you, it ain't all that. Believe me. It's people with a strong faith. They get you to believing something's going to happen, and they do some ritual. There is nothing in no monkey blood. There ain't nothing in no skeletons. There ain't nothing. Go put this, you know, all, these are objects. The objects only have power where the gods or the people I hope I didn't throw you off by saying gods, because Christ almost got killed for saying the same thing. We are gods. We are not the God. We are a drop of ocean. We are a drop of water. He is most high is an ocean. But we've been made from him. How can we not be gods? But as Psalms eighty two said, ye are gods. The most high stand in the congregation of the gods. I gotta I gotta clarify this because I know some people think, what did you just say? We are gods. We have the power of gods. We can command things to be and they be. The Bible says you speak and send to the mountain, be thy removed and cast and see it happen. We, all the things around this planet like gods, we can walk on the water. That's why they said, Jesus, who is this person? He's acting like a god, right? We have that power. But it just wasn't Christ, Moses. I mean, they commanded the sun to stand still. I mean, prophets dropped the accent and told us accent float to the top. These people were acting as gods. Only gods can do that. So, yes, we can take our godly ability and believe in something evil and it happens to somebody. Of course we can curse somebody. I have the ability right now to curse everybody that ever done something to me. Remember Peter said, hey, Christ, should we call fire down? Christ and say, we can't do that. He said, no. We have the ability. And I'm going to tell you another thing. That's exactly what happened in the book of Acts. When Ananias and Sapphira came in there having lied to the Holy Spirit, they fell dead. People fell dead in the book of Acts because they understood this. Now, don't let me throw you all by the God thing. Again, Christ said it, and they said, we're going to stone you. And Christ said, okay, which, what are you going to stone me for? Which good works? And they said, we're not going to stone you for good works. We're going to stone you because you being a man said you're equal to God. And then he said, haven't you heard? And I'm letting y'all know it's in Psalms 82. Haven't you heard that David said how we are gods, but because we don't live right, we're going to die as mere men? Because we don't understand the precepts and concepts and our authority, we live as mere men. So do I believe in witchcraft, voodoo? Of course, that stuff is real. But it's nothing more than reverse faith, negative faith. 
you get somebody to believe, tell a boy, I'm gonna, you can be like your daddy, you can be like your daddy, you can be like your daddy. That is all witchcraft is. That's control. That's control. You get people to believe, you keep speaking something, you keep, every time you see him, you'll be like your daddy. That kid believe that, he end up being like his daddy. And this is the generation curses. Generation of curses ain't this complicated thing. It's a, a certain lack of teaching that's in that home, and it's spread down. It's the it's the teaching that goes from generation to generation to generation. It's the fear that goes from generation to generation. Generation to generation to generation say what? We're niggas. Ain't nobody want to do nothing for MF. You know, these niggas, it's hard. These white people try to keep you down. That's the mentality of generations. That's why they stay cursed. The generation curse is locked some kind of way with negative faith. You, you show me a generation curse, show me anybody that's suffering with the generation curse, let me listen to them for a while, and I say, you see, you hear them? You hear? They just say it. They ain't going to be nothing. They just say it. The white man against them. That's why a lot of black people can't rise. We speak all these things against them. We curse ourselves. The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So is Sister Jennifer on when she say voodoo is real? Yeah. All I'm saying is it ain't all they crank it up to be in terms of it being broken. If you say no weapon formed against me is going to prosper, no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. If you say every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I will condemn. The most high is going to protect me. And you trust in him, he said, I'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind on me. So all these promises is for us. But if we don't know it and we speak the negative or we don't know nothing, then, yes, the voodoo can work on us. Yes, that witch can cause you to lose your husband. Yes, my mother, her skin broke out in a rash and my mother ended up in a crazy house. So I'm going to say it again. My mother, which is a very sane and smart lady, thought this woman thought she was trying to take her husband and put had a curse put on her. And I don't know what that witch said. Let her not do this. Let her beauty be turned into ugliness. Let her skin turn into my mother's beauty features. She loved. She's a light-skinned woman. She turned dark. Not that dark is ugly, don't, get, don't, don't go there with me, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you light-skinned and your skin turned black, that is something wrong. I'm not talking, just like if you was dark and you, your skin turned light, that's something wrong. That's what I mean by dark. Don't think I'm down in dark. I'm just saying my mother's features change and she ended up losing her mind. She's saying something's wrong with me and everybody said, you know, Irene, you're crazy. Irene, you're crazy. She said, no, something, something's going on. And, and, and my mother didn't have the beliefs we're talking about tonight. She just was a regular old person, ignorant, probably didn't believe none of this stuff, and that's who it worked on. But let me just share real quickly. I'm going to try to be quick and go bring on these other people. I'm going to share a couple of stories. I'm going to try to set a record and share this. So y'all better listen. I'm going to talk fast. I've already talked about this. If you want to hear a full story, just go to this archive, to the archives, and you will get a full story of the account. But I'm not going to share all the details. I'm just going to do like Sister Jennifer did, but I'm going to try to get two in whereas she got one. I was at a convention. The convention is the Kenakopa Convention, okay? I was at the Kenakopa Convention. I was praying with about seven believers. Lots of people can witness to what I'm saying. I can literally call the person it just happened to, and they'll say, yeah, it happened, unfortunately. I mean, I'm telling you, believe me, if you listen to the show in the archives, the people, so one of the persons that was there witnessed to what I'm saying. This is what I'm telling you. The Fort Worth police got involved. This is the real deal. After the convention, we was praying. Somebody goes out in the spirit. That means they kind of look like they faint. You know, people go out in the spirit. For those of you that don't know, they just kind of fall back, and you just catch them, and you throw a little blanket over them if they're female to cover up their, you know, you know, they don't know that they dress come up. Just kind of, and you let them just stay there, and they said the Most High is ministering to them. We're used to it. Been saying it since I was a kid. No big deal. Everybody's convention. Don't mind you falling out like that. They know that you're not falling out per se. You're in the spirit. All right. So this sister goes out. 
and I hope I don't mention her name accidentally. And uh, we're all just praising the Most High and just trying to figure out what the Most High is saying to us. Because we just said a, a powerful word. Brother Copeland, who I don't listen to that much because I'm not down with him like I was, but he did do have some truth. And he had preached one of those messages that has some truth. But it, And so, make the long story short, one of the gifts of the Spirit manifested. I said there was nine. Sister Jennifer talked about some of them. I'm going to talk about one of them. They're called the gifts of the Spirit. This is when the Spirit has already some control in your life, and it rises up and, and do something with your body. I told you all spirits want to control us, not in a negative way, but they just want to bring their their creator, their master glory. We're supposed to be instruments for the creator. Watch this. So this gift rises up and is called a discerning of spirits. All of a sudden, I knew, like I knew my name, that an evil spirit was involved with that girl going out. Now, if you walk with anybody at one of those conventions and say that, they're going to tell you you're crazy. But I knew, and I was ready to take on everybody at that convention. I say, this sister is not out in the spirit. Let me make up a name before I call her the wrong name, the real name. We'll call her Sister Mary Jo. I say, Sister Mary Jo is not out in no spirit like we think. That's demonic. That's right there has something to do with the evil spirit. They say, Seth, come on, man. We go to these conventions all the time. You know, I say, no. That Sister Mary Jo is not out. This ain't no God. Uh Uh-uh. Who is holding her hand? Why does she go out? See, at this point, when you know that you know that you know, I go off into an investing mode. Who is holding her hand? I'm getting confrontational. Who is holding her hand? This white guy was only, not that he white. That don't mean anything because he was white, but he was. I said, sir, who are you? He said, well, who are you? I said, no, I'm not trying to be funny, but who are you? What church are you affiliated with? How do you know her? Why would you hold her? I mean, because I'm, I'm, I'm like trying to figure out why is this girl laying out like this? What? Who invoked the spirit? I don't know, y'all. I'm, I'm like, what would you do if you all of a sudden knew that a person was demonically taken over and these spirits got out pretending to be out in a, in, with the most high? So I do something crazy. Tell you it's about to get crazy. I picked her up. Something I ain't never did in my life, but I have this knowing that I've never, ever experienced before. It's so strong on me. I know this is evil spirit. So I picks her up. Everybody's going to be like, what are you doing? I say, no, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting around somebody can pray. Somebody ain't right. Somebody ain't right here. I picks her up, take her from the foyer of the convention center to the little fountains uh, outside of the uh, Tarrant County Convention Center. I places her on this fountain, and I start asking, please come help me pray. Something is wrong with her. This is an evil spirit. And they look at me like, what is wrong with her? She's just out of spirit. But the way she was so limp, she just like a noodle, she just wasn't moving. So they pray for her probably for health reasons. They probably said, he don't know what he's talking about. She's just sick. So I was just glad to be prayed. And while they prayed, I slipped away. I slipped away. I said, Father, what's going on? I know you showed me this. I know what I'm feeling is not real. I know I know it's not me. In other words, it's not something I conjured up. How did this girl get this? And what do we do? Because we were just praying, and she was just acting like she was dead. Everybody was praying all kind of prayers. God heal her. God bless her. You know, oh, Father, do a work in the country. Work over, work on it, Jesus. Everybody praying all kind of prayers, and that was part of the problem. All of a sudden, people got tired because this girl was not moving. But we knew not to call the police or uh, ambulance because that's what happens at these conventions. So next thing you know, her boyfriend had her. Now, you got to know her boyfriend. Her boyfriend's a very powerful young man. His brother loved the most high, and everybody knew, especially evil spirits, that he was the real deal. So he ended up with her, and everybody kind of walked away, but they kind of prayed point. You know how they do in these Pentecostal churches. So watch what happened. All of a sudden, he's praying one prayer. Father, touch her. He's praying. All of a sudden, this girl, if you only knew who I'm talking about, 
ORU graduate, very nice looking. Her nickname, what I almost said, see how I'm doing? That's why I hate telling these stories. Now watch this, folks. This girl is like a snake in her body. She started, her body started to curve. Now, you got to know this woman is dressed nice. There's no reason for her to get attention to be out there on that sidewalk acting like a snake. Man, those people jetted. You want to see some Bible toting, tongue talking folks get up and run like they don't know nothing about God? That's exactly what they did. I'm just being real. They jetted. It was a scary scene. But her boyfriend ain't afraid of them, and neither was I. We ran to her, and a few other people did too. And this girl, it was, if y'all can just see what we saw, believe me. Well, watch what happened. We're about to get some people out here that's going to see what we saw that ain't in the church. Watch this. So we get to praying, and people are screaming, come out of here, you devil. Come, people just scream. I don't know what to do. I mean, this is, everybody is out of character because we didn't, you know, this is unnatural. Look at her. She's acting like a python. Look at this girl. And then this thing started talking just like Sister Jennifer was saying. Now watch this. It said, I'm going to destroy Mary Lou. That's not her name. I'm going to destroy Mary Lou. And we weren't intimidated, men. Some of you were like, no, you're not. You're going to come out of her. You're the defeated foe. we like, we just talking in spirit. We're like, who are you talking to? Who, do you know? We, some of us was like that. Others was running like they just lost their mind. And watch what happened. All of a sudden, all these people around, and most of the people was around, it was, was a white. There was a, lot of, there was a few black people, but these were people coming from the Kennecott Convention. Y'all know that convention is like 80% white. So we got a lot of well-to-do white people, you know, suburbia-type people. This is no joke, folks. And they was out there, and this black guy pulled up this cat, taxi driver. I'm trying to talk fast for a reason. I've got to get another story in quickly. This is a revelation of the, one of the gifts of the Spirit called word, I mean, uh, discerning of spirits. So the taxi driver pulls up, and he said, get off my sister. What y'all doing? How y'all going to have this woman on the ground? Which he had a point, but we ain't thinking about no ground. It was a clean ground. It was semen. It wasn't like it was dirty, dirty. But we ain't nobody thinking about that. We just looking at this this spirit. that We just can't focus on her. But he had a point. And, but I said, brother, brother, they ain't like, like you think. Nigga, what? y'all got my sister, meaning black, it's a black girl. And he and so I said, brother, they ain't like you think. Listen, brother, you, you don't want to get involved with this. Thank the most high that the Fort Worth police come up right behind him. It wasn't a good three minutes later they came up. All right, break up, and they start moving people like, get back. Get, sir, back up. Told me, back up. They shine that light on that girl, and when they saw what that light, that flashlight revealed, you ever seen a scared cop? They reopened up the convention center. The convention center was closed. They looked at me and said, sir, what do you want me to do? I said, well, I don't know. I don't know what to do. They said, what do you want what do you want to do? I'm like, I ain't got no answer. I said, well, can y'all open us a convention center or we can get something to layer on? The Fort Worth police, I need to get a doggone uh, police report and, and, and let people see the details on this. They reopened the convention center. Make the long story short, nobody out there had the power to cast this thing out of this girl, including myself, even though I saw it. The spirits start wearing on me. talk about getting me to feel guilty. You've been in sin. You know, and so I... None of us had the confidence and the faith to catch, so we ended up taking it to a pastor. On the way to the pastor's house, this is scary. This right here is scary because we got her in the car, and this spirit is taunting all of us in this car. That we just felt defeated. We couldn't cast it out, and it just occupied our body, just talking to us stupid. I'm going to destroy Mary Lou. 
And I just was just, I'm mad because I haven't seen this all my life. I'm not that terrified, but we are holding her, men holding her like, holding her physically because this thing, she might jump out of the car, no telling. So we rush into this past house and watch what happened. Watch what happened, folks, real quick. I, I mess up and say this to the spirit. I mess up and say this to Mary Lou. Mary Lou, we ain't going to give up on you. We love you. When I said we love you, we nearly wrecked. That spirit, I guess, have been telling her that you're not loved. That's how they enter. Rejection, unforgiveness, bitterness. We'll talk about that in the end later on. That's how they enter. Rejection, unforgiveness. It entered that. And so it told her she wasn't loved. Ain't long, so this girl went crazy. And I said, uh-huh, uh-huh, that's what it is. So that's all we talked about was how much we love. That thing was crying, no, no. That's one story. Part two, here's another story. I'm in the library. I'm reading a book by a gentleman by the name of Kenneth Hagen about evil spirits and so forth. I am arguing the Bible like so many of you Israelite brothers and some of you Christians and some of you Egyptologists. I was arguing the Bible, getting all deep, and you know how we do our egos getting ahead, and I was in sin. But I was studying. This is my first encounter. I think the, 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 the Mary Lou situation was like, I thought it, I said my first, but that was actually later on. My first encounter was at the Fort Worth Public Library with this another sister. We'll call her sister Natalie. So I'm down here at the library with this brother. We arguing the Bible and, and just feeling guilty, but we, I'm making sure he understands what I'm saying. And all of a sudden I look, I look, and this is the first time this ever happened, this discerning of spirit. Again, the, the, the convention center was another. And I'm making this fast because I want to bring on these other people. This is going to be real short. So I'm talking to this brother, talking to this brother, and I look at his sister, and I'm just, I'm not even looking, no, you know how you talk, but you're not really looking at no certain person. All of a sudden, my eyes hit this particular young girl, and I know beyond a shadow of doubt that this girl has an evil spirit in her. It is literally, and somebody said, well, how did it look? Well, it didn't look, it's just annoying you now. Just like mothers know that their kid is in danger, and they rush home, and the kid is in danger. Well, how did how did they know that? I, I don't know. I don't know how to tell y'all how I knew. I just knew. I don't know. It's spiritual. So watch this. I say to this gentleman, I say, hey, Mike, that girl's sitting down. Look down to And they just so happen these are black girls, but trust me, I've had experience with white men. I probably should mix it up. But I like these stories because they are very, they just my favorites to tell because it's so biblical. So anyway, I say, I got to go hand her this little track. And so I hand her a track that's like a little gospel booklet. And I go hand her a booklet and say, hi, can I give you this? She says, yes, nice-looking girl. Both of these girls are nice-looking. One reason I'm using the story. Come back and sit down. And I'm trying to talk to him and get back into this deep debate, and I can't. I say, man, I cannot believe that. I've been, I say, I saw in her evil spirit, and the dude was looking at me like, what you mean? I say, I kept saying I saw, but you really didn't see nothing. You just having your knower. So I said, man, I can't talk to you. I got to go talk to this girl. And I'm speeding this up. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping a bunch of details because we want to get more people in. So I go who's down here. I said, man, I can't talk to you no more. And remember, we just got to do arguing the Bible. It's very important. It's going to play a very important role here. So I go to this girl. If y'all can only see, may God take my life if I'm lying to y'all tonight. I just want y'all to know Brother Seth is laying on the line tonight. I probably shouldn't say that, but I'm just letting y'all know this is a real deal. Saints, we got to understand spiritual warfare. So I'm talking to this girl, Natalie, which is not her real name, and I say, hi. I said, what's your name? She says, Natalie. I said, okay, Natalie. My name is Seth. And, uh, 
And then I heard something. Just as clear as I got that, that she had an evil spirit, I got this word of knowledge. Here's another gift that says, just share the gospel. Just share the gospel. Forget the spirit. Just share the gospel. I'm like, okay, okay. Because I, I never had nothing come on me that strong. Like, just do this. I mean, it was a strong. No, it wasn't an audible voice. It was just a knowing. You need to be sharing the gospel. And I knew it. But I couldn't get over what, you know, what I saw, what I felt. So I'm trying to say, well, she said, so where are you? Why are you down here? She says, well, I'm down here because I'm looking for a new career. And then it hit me again. Excellent time. She's looking for a new career. Just share the gospel. Just share the gospel. After that, you know the Messiah. After that, you know the description. That you know the Most High. Just share the gospel. And I'm thinking, uh-uh. I don't know what's it saying. Just share the gospel. I mean, I knew that it was knowledge that I didn't have, but I couldn't get my mind off the fact. And I think me arguing the Bible, getting into sin, kind of caused me to be a little unpolished because I really normally go with that voice, especially when it was that strong. But so was this knowing of the Spirit. So finally, I just disobeyed the voice, and I said, let me tell you why I come down here, Natalie. And she said, yes, I wish y'all could see this pretty, light-skinned girl. Look about every bit about 19 years old, 20, very intelligent. I said, I saw an evil spirit in you. Every time I tell this story, my hair is like it's going to stand up on the back of my neck. This child, you know how you make a face like you're playing with your little nephew or niece, and you make a face, uh, and then Sister Jennifer, if you want to jump in any time, jump in. You still there, right? Here, absolutely. Oh, okay, and so you know how you frown at your little baby and you say, come here, boy, I'm going to grab you. Okay, and you know how sometimes you can wink at somebody if you like them, right? Try frowning with one eye. Try winking with one eye. This girl did like five different things with her face. This thing, whatever it was, the spirit, took control of her faculties, man. This was some scary stuff, but check this out. Y'all think that's something. Y'all like that. Everybody like that part of it. But check this out. Look what's going to happen to me. This boldness rose up in me like I just, I was ready. I'm like, I've been living for this moment. I say, don't laugh, y'all. But I told the spirit, I say, who do you think you are? You think you can defeat her? You think you can defeat me? I say, I'm El Shaddai Jr. That's kind of corny, but you know the Bible says he's El Shaddai. So I want to, I let him know I work in that same power. You will not, you will not defeat this young lady. You will not ruin her life. And we're in the library. We are in the library. So I'm not yelling. I'm just talking like I'm talking right now. Probably some people did hear me. This girl face. Her hands was where her hands wasn't moving, her body wasn't moving, it's just her face, and it taunted me. There is no way in the world you could have paid that girl to do that stuff with her face, and she can't do it. You can't do it. Nobody can do it. It's impossible. You can't move one side of your face one way, another side, another. Her face is almost like somebody with invisible hands was just making her face do all kinds of stuff, and then just guess what happened? Sister Jennifer, you ever experienced this? Then, all of a sudden, the girl come to <sighs> I got you out here. I got you out here. I says, Natalie, no, don't you move. You know I can help you. She said, I know, I know, I know you can help me, but I gotta go, sir. I gotta get out of here. I said, Natalie, you know nobody else. People can't help you. Only certain people can help you. She said, I know, I know, I know. I gotta go. I gotta go, sir. I said, I said, Natalie, I can help you. Please don't leave. You might not ever get free. And then this thing come back. Her face started getting distorted. This thing started looking at me again, like taunting me. 
And then I, I start talking it again. Then Natalie comes back. <laughs> Sir, I gotta go. I gotta go. I say, I, and I, and I said, please, 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 please. And then the thing comes back, and I say, bring me back, Natalie. Bring me back, Natalie. I'm thinking I'm somebody now, right? I said, I said, Natalie, listen. All I want you to do is go with me to the back library. Just go with me to the back library. That's all I want you to do. Please, can you just do that? You, I said, you trust me? You trust me? Please, please. She said, okay, okay. And then I was hoping, what if this thing take over while we walk into the back library? But it didn't. She walked all the way to the back, got in a place where nobody was at. Now watch this. I'm totally in the flesh now. I'm about to start doing what I see on TV. I'm about to start doing what I see all these evangelists do. Because now I'm in the flesh. Remember we argued the Bible? And I, I, I'm in the flesh totally. I should have did with the... See, if I had just told this girl the gospel and she would have accepted the Christ in her life, she accepted the most high in her life, the evil spirits no longer have legal grounds to be there, and they have to go. The Holy Spirit drives them out. You don't need all this drama. You can't cast out a spirit out of somebody that ain't even a part of, of the kingdom. You can't do it. They have legal grounds to be there. Evil spirits have legal grounds to be in temples that have invited them. You can't cast them out. You can taunt them. You can make them uh, act up. You can make them do like this sister did, uh, the one sister I told you earlier at the convention center. They all just act up and do all kind of crazy things, but they don't have to leave. They can scream because you're tormenting them, but they don't have to leave unless that person accepts the most high. Okay? Real quick. Go to the back library. I said, put your hands in mine. I'm, 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 I'm totally in the flesh. I'm about to do this super stuff I see on TV. And I look at her in the eye and I say, you foul spirit. I come against you. And at that time I was using the name of Jesus. I come against you in the name of Jesus. And you will lead this person. I'm looking at her. We look at eyeball to eyeball. I'm doing my thing. I got my Superman cape on. All of a sudden the spirit comes back, taunting, face toward it. And it hits me. Don't ask me why it didn't hit me before. I don't know. I said, fool, you dealing with an evil spirit. You looking at the eyes into an evil spirit. Yes, it's this girl, but her eyes is controlled. What are you doing? And I was, I ain't never, ever been that scared since. I was terrified. And I, I, all I wanted to do was just run from her, but I couldn't because, you know, the spirit, I went to bluff, you know, like, hey, I ain't scared. So finally this, this, the sister came back. And I said, okay, I got to go. I told her I got to go now. I said, listen, give me your name and number. She went to write her name. She got this pen. And guess what happened, folks? The thing came back with her holding the pen in her hand. And it looks at me. And it's frowning with this pen. And it writes S. What do you think my mind is saying? Sister Jennifer, (laughs) what do you think my mind was saying when this thing had control of this girl and it wrote S? You were freaking out. I, I I would gather you're wondering, how does she know my name starts with an S? Well, you took that. Most people say what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is Satan. Oh, my God. I am, boy, I'm just terrified. Oh, I was, I've never been that afraid since. I never, I have been to Egypt. I've been in dark places. I've been, I've been in some crazy situations. I ain't never been that scared. I thought this girl was getting ready to write A-T-A-N, and I probably would have fainted. But luckily, she wrote her name. I ain't going to say it. It did start with an S. I never pursued her. Never. I lost that battle. Folks, this is real. You can say the child was playing. There's no young girl going to go with no stranger. No. Our world is mostly spirits with no bodies. 
There's only 7 billion people with bodies, something like that. But the rest of the spirits don't have bodies, and they are everywhere. Sister uh, Jennifer, I want to do this. I want to go to our first. I'm going to share a little bit more. I want to talk about another situation that's going to really trip y'all out with involving kids and a, a young mother. But before I do, I want to bring another voice into the picture. Well, let, let me do this real quick just so I can – I'm going to get done. I'm going to share one more real quick. This will be short. There was a young lady out dating, okay? I was dating. And she had three daughters. One of the daughters' name, I got to say the name because it, but nobody knows who the girl is, no matter. But one of the daughters' name was Sabrina. They had an imaginary friend that all three of them talked about, but Sabrina talked about this imaginary friend more than the others. Guess what the imaginary friend was named? Satina. Sabrina is a real-life girl. She has two sisters, and she has an imaginary friend named Satina. Watch this. So this girl, Sabrina, would talk about her imaginary friends. It's really strange. Yeah, everybody has imaginary friends, but, I mean, this girl was really talking about a lot of things that her and this imaginary friend did all the time. And I was like, something ain't right, something ain't right. I didn't get no word of knowledge. I didn't get no discerning of spirits. None of the gifts of the spirits operated. It was just from dealing with spirits over the years. I didn't like the way this young girl was talking about this imaginary friend, talks with her every day, talks with her all the time. She'd go off in the cone store. I did not like that. So what I did is say, let me, I told the young lady, I said, let's go for a walk. And she said, well, what's wrong? I said, I got to talk to you about something. So I talked to her on the walk. This is going to be done in about 45 seconds. I say, listen, I don't like the way your daughter is talking. I think this girl is entertaining some kind of familiar spirit or spirit. And she says, oh, Seth, this girl's play like this all the time. You know, I say, no, listen to me. I'm very serious. I would not just say this about your daughter. You know, I love him, but something is not right. She says, okay, okay, I'll tell them when we get home that they can no longer uh, uh, talk to this Satina. So we knocks on the door. And guess who opens the door? Sabrina. Guess what she says? Mama, Satina just told me that she's going to be leaving and that she won't be allowed back in this house. You should have saw her mother. Y'all, come on, come on, come on. Everybody everybody in the living room, everybody in the living room. Seth, please pray. Folks, I can go on and on and on and on and on. I've been used by evil spirits when I was on Satan's turf out in the world. I knew I was, but didn't really care because I was liking what I was doing. Listen to me. We are not alone. Error code 951-943, 951-943, please come on the line. Let us know your name and where you're calling from. And I want you to share with us any experiences similar to what Sister Jennifer and I have been talking about tonight. Again, what's your name? Or who is this? This is Isabel from California. Isabel from lovely California, okay. And, and Jennifer... Uh, I've known Jennifer for 12 years. She is my mentor, and she is also my spiritual mother. Okay. All right. All right. And and uh, it is a wonderful show, Seth. And I can go on and on and on about going through deliverance myself. Please go do your thing. We got you got the mic. Oh, Just, okay. You know, Okay. Try to be as truthful as possible. Try to, you know, I know I'm not saying you're not going to be truthful, but, you know, just if you don't know the dates and times, it's okay. Just 
It's just share with the people. Okay. That's right. Okay, thank you. Um, I met Jennifer at a Bible study, and um, a gal at the Bible study, she asked me if uh, I I was going to leave, and so I was excusing myself, and uh, one of the sisters there said, oh, oh, well, do you mind, before you leave, do you mind if, you know, I pray for you because the Father has a word for you? And um, I already knew how and to test the spirit. You just don't let anyone touch you and lay hands on you because of the unfamiliar spirit. And so, Sister Isabel, just, just real quick interjection. Sister yes. Isabel is actually coming from the scripture where it says lay, lay hands on no man subtly. She may not say Bible and verse, but when we say different things, it's, it's, it's scripturally uh, based. At least what she just said was. Go ahead. Yes. And so um, I told the the, the uh, lady, I said, sure, you know, that's fine. So um, she said, okay. So she opened up in prayer, and it was a general prayer, you know. So she hadn't touched me yet. She was just, you know, praying. And um, she was standing in front of me. And she was doing the general prayer and, you know, okay. But, Seth, I was standing there and I was looking at the woman praying for me. And someone came from behind me. And it was Jennifer. It happened to be Jennifer. Now, I didn't see her, but I felt someone come and... She interjected and started praying for me. And Jennifer touched my shoulder, came around on the side of me, and then continued to pray. The anointing was so strong. And Jennifer began to prophesy but before she prophesied she went back and she took me to where I was six years old and she read my mail okay and I before I knew it I was on the floor in like a fetal position snot crying I had left a puddle of snot and tears on this woman's beautiful living room carpet, okay? When I got up, I was like, who in the hell is this woman? Because this woman has the good. See, a lot of people, they can talk and talk talk. But there's no power. There's no anointing. But when somebody takes you all the way to you when you were six years old and reads your mail and tells you, when you were six years old, your father left you. And you were left abandoned. And you had the spirit of abandonment. And yes, you are a daddy's girl. You're a daddy's girl. But you've been lying to yourself. You've been saying, 
that didn't affect me. That didn't affect me. And I'll tell you what, sir, that was just the beginning. Three months later, now this happened January of 2000 when I met Jennifer. Three months later, we're at a a gathering, a little Bible study gathering at the same lady that had invited me to the Bible study where I happened to meet Jennifer. So we're at this lady's house. And there's got to be about mm, 15, 20 people tops. And um, there was this other lady present, and um, we're sitting at the table. Some of us are sitting at the table. Some are in the kitchen. But we're pretty much just, you know, gathered, and this lady says, um, Isabel, may I pray for you? Because the Father has a word for you. And I said, now this lady happened to be another Mexican. I'm a Hebrew Israelite from the tribe of Ishakar. Didn't know, okay, at that time, I didn't know I was a Hebrew Israelite. So the lady that's asking me, would I mind if she prays for me? She happened to be a Mexican, too. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hmm, all right, okay. So she began to open up in prayer. Now, Jennifer is standing on the side, and we're I'm sitting at this table. And the lady, she gets to a point in her prayer where she's going to command my chief demon to rise up. And I'm looking at the lady. And something in my belly starts to rise. And I'm like, in my head, I can I can hear my head think, what the hell? But something in the pit of my stomach is rising up. Seth. And blog talk world, that chief demon that she commanded to rise up, it actually did. I didn't even know I had a demon in me. And I start to grit my teeth. So now I'm looking at the lady. But check it out, Seth. You are so right when you said that an unfamiliar spirit will know its kind. So when you're out there in the club and when you're out there in the wrong little camps and the wrong, you know, dirt, an unfamiliar spirit also knows another unfamiliar spirit. So I said that to say this. When she commanded my chief spirit to come up and I'm looking at this woman, her chief spirit, well, stood up. And she started manifesting in her face, like shift-changing. So, you're absolutely right, Seth. That gal that you saw manifest with her face getting all distorted, I know what you're talking about, my brother. So, I'm sitting at this table. Her demon is looking at my demon. 
I'm looking at her demon going, what the hell? We're having a showdown. I start growling. I'm like, what the hell? I hear myself growling, but I don't know what the heck's going on. I'm looking at this lady. Now, hold on, hold on, Isabel. Isabel, let me do what I did with Jennifer with you. Yes. When, when, when see, Isabel was in her, she still could think. The spirit was dominating her body. Yes. This girl that I was talking about at the convention center later on told everybody. She didn't get free with us. We had to take it to a pastor's house. But she said, I was like kind of in a prison. And the only person that knew who I was was Seth. That's not to give me points. only reason I knew it is because it dropped on me a gift. But I could see her. I knew that there was something there. And she says, everything you were saying was right. She told some people that later. So here Isabel is going through all of this. She knows what's going on, but she can't help herself because this thing had gotten more power. And began. Isabel was headed towards demonic possession. Now, when you demonic possess, she was demonic oppressed. When you demonic possess, you don't. That's like when Christ met the person in the grave, and they was cutting themselves and out of their mind. That's where the spirits want you. The Bible said, "The thief cometh to kill, still destroy." It wants to kill you, still destroy. If it can't kill you, not a problem. You can stay alive. You're just gonna be the walking dead. You're still dead. You're just alive. They don't want you to give glory to the Most High. They don't want you to be who the Most High call you, imitators of him. Okay? So this sister, Isabel, had the wherewithal to know something's going on with her. But there are some people that are possessed. They don't have that, they don't have that luxury because they've given up too much ground to the enemy. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, we're having a showdown, okay? And she's trying to command my chief, but my chief ain't giving up nothing. Now I'm growling, and I'm looking at her chief, and she's manifesting, and she's shift changing in her face, and I'm like, what the hell? In my head. I'm not saying anything, because when I try to speak, I'm growling. And I'm like, oh, what is really going on here? So Jennifer is on the side, and she sees that I'm not speaking. And she sees that the lady that's supposed to be doing the praying, she's not really speaking anymore. We're just having this showdown. So Jennifer steps in, and she takes over the deliverance. Seth, that day, I got set free from the spirit of Jezebel because I used to be a very manipulative Woman, I was, and that's why you call it the. That's why she called it the spirit of Jezebel, because that's what Jezebel was in the Bible. Go ahead. Yes, yes. and um, I wore Jezebel like a trench coat. It gives you false power. You think you're in control of some stuff, but you're just being used like a puppet. Okay, so that day, I was set free. By the spirit of Jezebel Wow Wow That's what and I'm talking I could about go, And I could go on and on and on But that's just one story 
well, this is what I want you to do. And then we're going to bring on somebody else has their hand up, but I don't see them still. Again, if you're with Jennifer and she's asked you to come on this guest and share your testimony, please press 1. Uh, please press 1. I think the person at 909-450 had their hand up or 909-452. not real sure. If you had your hand up early, not a problem. Don't be shy. You don't have to. We ain't trying to outdo each other. If you had a little experience, minor experience, big experience, hey, People need to know because there are a whole lot of folks think we smoking on some and that we in cahoots and they none of this real. I've been dealing with Egyptologists for the last three shows and they don't believe none of this. You know, people trying to go back to Africa, they're trying to uh, resurrect, uh, they want to see uh, us back in Africa with our own government, our own political system, our own this, our own economics. I tell them, yeah, that is nice, but you got to have the spiritual realm. you got to have the spiritual set first. you got the morals first. you got to have the most high head of your life first. Because if you give us as a people land, and, ter- and all this is related to, to the same subject, advanced spiritual warfare and the world behind it, if you give black people, African Americans specifically, their own land, their own government, social structure, even a trillion-dollar budget, just set them up. All we will ever be at the greatest is another Japan, another France, another England. We need the most high to be the head of us. That's what we need. We don't need another king. So let me do this, uh, Sister Isabel. I do have another person that raised their hand. But, Sister Isabel, before you go, I want you to, I don't know, I, I, like, I want you to share another one that's a little shorter and then we're going to bring on 909450 for them to share their testimony. And then after that, anybody else on the line and say, Brother Seth, Sister Isabel, Sister Jennifer, I fear y'all. Yes, it's real. It don't have to be demonic possession. It can be an encounter with an angel because these demons are fallen angels. They're, they were angels, but they've fallen. There are angels that still with the Most High that's engaged in the Bible says so they've been sent to the earth to be ministers to those that be heirs of salvation. Again, the Bible says that angels, not demons, not the fallen angels, but angels is sent to minister to those that be heirs of salvation. Are you an heir of salvation? Are you a part of the plan of salvation? Do you follow the Most High? Angels have been commissioned to watch after you, protect you. Again, they are sent here for those to be heirs of salvation. That's Hebrews 1 and 14. Uh, actually, you should read Hebrews 1, 4 through 14, okay, about angels, all right? But there's a lot of things going on. That's the Holy Spirit. We don't want to – I like talking about demons because people already hear about the Holy Spirit. It's just when you talk about demons, you hear less and less and less about them, and that's crazy because they are one of our main enemies. So I want you to be thinking while I'm sharing, Sister Isabel, of one more story, a little bit shorter, and then uh, for my next guest at 909-450, I want you to be thinking of a, a, a story and a shorter story. And then after you, anybody else on the phone line wants to jump in this, we'll bring you on, and then we're going to go back to Jennifer and let we'll just finish out the show talking about different things and the whys and the hows and how they're in and, and solutions and so forth. Okay? So far we've talked about demonic possession. Spirits that get hold of bodies. We can debate where it's at. It's in the bodies and the soul, but bottom line is it's in the person, and they're having problems. It's talking to them. It's, con- it's persuading them. And I don't even think evil spirits talk like this. Check this out. I don't think evil spirits say things like this. You are rejected or nobody loves you. 
I think they talk like this. Listen to this, folks. Nobody loves me. It's a spirit. And sometimes it's hard to distinguish. If you thought that or a foreigner thought that, a, for, a foreigner speak that, it's a spirit. It don't say nobody loves you. It don't say nobody, everybody, everybody want to destroy you. It don't say, you know, because love is major with these spirits. I told you they gain entry through rejection and unforgiveness, so love is major. It says, nobody loves me. I'm a nobody. Or they trying to take my man. This is what the spirits say to you. And you think you're thinking that. I'm telling you, this stuff is deep. All right, so one more short story. Will you mind, uh, Sister Isabel, is it possible? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, me and Jennifer, we were sitting um, in my, um, we were sitting in her suburban um, truck in the front of the house. We had went to a church. We had did the whole, you know, um, church thing, and now we were, she was dropping me off home. And um, uh, we were just sitting there. Um, we were just uh, recapping and talking about what had just taken place at the church. And um, okay, so we're sitting there, and <laughs> I don't know, a good twenty minutes had been going by, and my legs had been itching. And um, Jennifer's legs had been itchy. And so we're talking, we're talking, and finally I just couldn't take it anymore, and I went to go scratch my legs. I said, dang, you know, my legs are just, I just can't take it anymore, excuse me. So I started scratching my legs, and Jennifer said, Isabel, your legs are itching too? Now, I didn't know Jennifer that long. Three or four months I've known her. So she said, Isabel, your legs are itching too? And I said, yes. And she said, mine too. I just didn't want to say anything because, you know, I, you know. and I was, so I started giggling. And uh, she said, oh, Isabel, she said, you know you have, uh, she goes, you know that's witchcraft. And I said, I didn't know that. And she said, yes, that's witchcraft. And I said, oh, my gosh. This is just horrible. It's very, you know, it's annoying. And she said, Isabel, you know you have uh, witches real close, real close. And I looked over at her and I, you know, I said, well, um, I believe that my neighbor adjacent to me is a witch. Jennifer says, oh, really, Isabel? I said, yes, yes, I think she is. Now, wait a minute, wait a second. Let me back up because I know people think, wait a minute. Y'all start itching, and all of a sudden it's witchcraft. Yes. I want Sister Jennifer to comment briefly on that. What do you mean connecting witchcraft with itching? Well, I had done it so long, and I had experienced deliverance at that time long enough to recognize the difference in regular itching and itch or scratch, you know, you know, Isabella say, you know when it's something off, even if it were, you know, something bit you. You know, two people wouldn't be itching the way she's, she's making it very 
calm. We were scratching like the skin off, okay? And I was used to I knew what that felt like. Um, so I knew so somebody was trying to in, provoke or invoke something on you. No, correct? not trying. They did. They didn't try. They did. But see, what I was trying to do was not scare Isabel because she was going through so many different things of learning about deliverance. I didn't want to scare her. And so I remember saying something to her. I don't know if we were in the car inside, but I said, somebody, well, we bound up the witches, and and uh, I did. I bound up the witches, the witchcraft and the spirit of the witches. And and um, actually, I don't remember that that well. I know it happened, but what I remember is telling her somebody was playing with terror cards. And I said, it's right up under your nose, Isabel. I smell terror card playing. And it happened to be baby's daddy. And it happened to be in her house, the baby. <laughs> That's what I remember. I said, some of this is coming near you, but it's right up under our nose. And it happened to be her child's dad. Yep. Okay, now wait a second. Because, you know, I'm so learning some things. Door. I don't know I don't know everything. I don't know much about tarot cards, but how is simply. It, it opens the but, door for the, it opens the door for the demons to come on in. Okay, so must be something that I don't even know. I'm, I promise y'all, I ain't Jane lying. It's, I, I don't know. I see all the time signs, but I know that a lot of people in deliverance speak against tarot cards, uh, speak against Ouija boards, speak against yes. certain this, certain that. They, I do know about, and this is again, we, we're talking about the this is deliverance one on one. We're talking about how they get there, and I do know certain things open doors, but I don't know what a tarot card is. What they do, they flip it. They, I guess, help me out. Um, yes, my ex, um, he would read, he would read the card and what, what happens is they read the past, the present and the future. Okay. So you're getting in. Yeah. I, I knew that. I kind of knew that in the back of my mind, but I don't have no, I don't like saying stuff because folks be listening to you and they say, well, how did you know that? But I knew it had something to do back to what I said earlier. It's going to have something to do with somebody pronouncing something and then yes. there's got to be belief and when the belief kick in or the fear kick in which is negative belief then things get done that's so there must have been somewhere scratching on a doll or maybe saying something over this because they had to pu- push that off on you you know go ahead though okay so um uh my ex for years for years he would he would um beg me Please let me read your cards. Let me read your cards. Let me read your cards. Oh, please let me read your cards. So, you know, I think like two years being together, I said, okay, damn it. I'm going to make you happy today. Read my damn cards so you can shut up. So he said, really? He got all excited like a little kid. And he went and got his cards. (laughs) And he read my cards. Okay, so. He's reading my card, Seth, and he's looking up, and he's looking up at me, and he's like, Isabel, Isabel. I said, what? Just tell me. Don't hold back. Just tell me. We ain't going to go this far. You've been begging for about two years. Just tell me. He said, Isabel, your face, I have never seen anyone's face like this. You really believe in this invisible God. I looked at him and I said, 
He ain't invisible. What are you talking about? You can see his hand move. He said, I said, look, when you look at your baby, when you look at your baby girl, don't you see the hand of him that moved? Don't you see the favor of the father? Look how he has provided. And he just looked. But at at that time, when he read the cards, mm, I think she wasn't even, I, I'm going to say she wasn't even a year old. And now my, now, daughter, now, now is, now now my Isabel, daughter is almost 16. Okay, okay go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay, so he said, he said, Seth, Isabel, I've never met anyone with the faith that you have. He says, I'm so glad to see that you are the mother of my child. And I said, okay, so you're never going to ask me to read my cards again? He says, I'll never ask you. And he knew then that I was not going to ever leave my first love. Okay, the reason why he and I didn't make it is because he wouldn't put the cards down. He wouldn't leave the witchcraft. And I told him, you are anointed, you are an intelligent man, but your calling, your gift is perverted. And if you will not put down the witchcraft, you and I, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm not going to sit up here and play house with you. So, I'm done. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Folks, do y'all hear spiritual warfare? Do y'all hear it? Uh, I would love to. Anybody, anybody in the chat room, how do y'all feel about what you're hearing? I haven't been had a chance to look at uh, the chat room too much. It's just good to see everybody in there, Handmaiden, Rosie J, and just everybody. Folks, this is real. This is real, real, real. And the half has not been told. We're trying to tell it, though. Sister Jennifer's not done. Sister Isabella is not done. I know I'm not done. Y'all know if you've been listening to Five Smooth Stones, occasionally I'll throw in another story. There's certain ones I like more than others, but there's so many. Eric Code, 909 I want you to please identify yourself and uh, please give us your name and where you're calling from and then share what the Most High have revealed to you in the spirit realm. Go ahead, you're on the air. Hi, this is Rose, Rosie J. I was on chat. Okay. Uh, I'm in Oklahoma City. Oh, I'm originally from California. Okay. Yes, um... Brother Seth, uh, thank you for the show, first of all. And um, I welcome. just wanted to say I, I know Isabel for quite a long time, and I enjoy that testimony. I, I remember ministering to her husband about the same thing. And um, I just, you know, I really wanted to say that um, who you have on the show tonight has been in the deliverance ministry for over three years. Um yeah, no. Hold on, hold on a second, just real quick, Rosie J. 
Uh, those of you in the chat room, I just got the little reminder that comes in our ear saying you got 90 seconds, so please call the phone lines quickly, 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 as you're going to miss what's about to happen. We are nowhere near done. We're going to go over a little bit tonight. Call the chat. Call the, uh, the 760-283-0838. Again, 760-283-0838. It's right there in front of you. It should be to your upper left-hand corner of the screen. Well, it's right there. Uh, in the middle of your screen, just look right there where the where the uh, slideshow is, up to the right, and call that number seven six zero two eight three zero eight three eight. Go ahead, my sister. Sorry to interrupt you, but I had to let them know before they get cut off. They got like one minute. No problem, brother. Um, so I just wanted to clarify who I know Jennifer to be. Jennifer and Anthony Cafe, both of them work in deliverance. From what I know. I say 30 years, and it could be possibly longer, because the call in her life was at a very young age. Her first deliverance work from what Father showed me about her was she had to be no more than maybe five or six. So Jennifer could always see in the spirit very clearly. I mean, very clearly. There's not much she can't see in the spirit. She, so much so that if you're around her or you know her, she can tell you what you're cooking for dinner. I'm telling you the truth. This woman, the anointing on her is so strong and so real and so profound. That's why Isabel is telling you that she had the type of manifestation of the demonic that came out because that kind of, those demons don't manifest because you're sitting quietly and there's no anointing poured forth, no power poured forth. There has to be a strong anointing. There has to be a strong power of the Most High that shows up and shows out that people begin to feel it. It begins to be like a heat, like a fire, and you do want to run. You do feel like, and, and, and Jen will tell you, my, my daughter's there with her right now. Izzy knows me and some others that are talking. They know I used to take off. The fire would be so strong in the meetings that Jennifer and Anthony would have that you were either going, those demons were either going to leave or you were going to leave with them. Two, there's only two things that were going to happen. So who you have on the show tonight, um, I, I really would have liked for her to even talk more because I'm going to tell you, Seth, deliverance can happen on the air right now. Deliverance for somebody who is demonically plagued, somebody who is demonically oppressed, somebody who is in trouble tonight. I know they're listening because Father told me they would be listening. And they needed to not only hear about how deliverance works, how do people get infiltrated, and that sort of thing, which is, is, a, is the foundation that needs to be laid, but they also needed to experience the power. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know anybody, and I've been to church all my life, coaching, whatever, and I've seen manifestations of the most high. In church, people coming out of wheelchairs. I've laid hands on people, people who've gotten healed. So, but I'm saying there are two people that live such a set-apart life that you have to have clean hands and a clean heart. I mean, that's number one. You've got to have clean hands and a clean heart and to have the kind of anointing and power that manifests and flows. And I have been in the meetings, and, uh, you know, my family can attest. I, you know, the joke with me is that I kept my head in the bucket, meaning that I was always going through deliverance, meaning my, the way the demons came out of me was that I would throw up. Everybody has a different manifestation. Some people cry, some people pass gas, some people, mine came out through throwing up. 
Now, my background is Haitian, okay? My parents, my mom and dad are Haitian. Um, so when you talk to me about voodoo and it's about faith, there's a portion of that that's true. Yes, you have to believe in what you're doing, but you've got to remember, the enemy copies our father. So, of course, he's going to use a principle like faith because he wants to be the most high. But voodoo doesn't operate and it's not just a faith work by somebody believing it or a word curse, which you were talking about earlier was a word curse. Word curses are real. You can keep telling the child they're ugly, unattractive, you'll never be anything, and that will penetrate in the soul of that child. A word curse is very different from voodoo. Voodoo is real. My mother, two aunts, were voodoo priests. That's my background. Okay. Well, let, me so ask, let, me ask you, let, let me ask you a question because I, I'm to a point where I'm getting older now. I could tell less how my how I share what I feel to be true. I can always be corrected, but I know with my mother's situation, her body did transform. And what I'm saying is, spirits don't have creative power. You know, the body can self-destruct if you think you're dying. They say sometimes if you tell a person, you know, they they did stuff on uh, exercises on people, psychologists, and told them. You know, you on a train track, you don't get ran over by a train, and people are almost going hard. You can make a person die with just with words, and if you think you're cursed, you automatically start drawing all kind of bad things, and that's it, it, evil spirits are beings. They can do some things to you, you know, but I'm saying outside of spirits getting up, doing stuff, running, saying, lying, because they're the father of lies, other than them doing things like they can move a bed, they can twist up, they can do things in the natural. Room. Other than that, they can tell you to drink poison and they can lie. And other than that, and you self-destructing by believing and calling things upon you. My question is, other than those two things, cursing yourself, opening up yourself to negative beliefs because the enemy done said something or your mom, somebody done curse you, the, the real cursing, not MF and all that, that's profanity. Real cursing is when you say you go, you're going to die, you're going to hell, your daddy don't love you. That's cursing. So you can self-curse yourself. But in addition to that, what other way can voodoo be so real? There are literally people who practice witchcraft from childhood. My mother was put in front of a fire with her two priests, aunts, voodoo priest aunts, and she was dedicated to the enemy when she was a little girl. Now, they do this thing because what they're trying to do is give their next generation some power. You, we see it right now, people who are serving the enemy for power. If you turn on the TV and you see people who are alumnus and they're saying, well, you know, or in the music industry, it's the same thing, except it's stronger with these people because it goes from well, generation well, to generation. Hold on. Now, Sister Rosie, I want you to stay with my question now. I still want you to answer the question, though. Other than the negative self-destruction a person can get into by listening to a lying spirit, you're not this, you're not that, you're going to die, all these things that they tell us and we believe and we take this godly power we have and self-destruct. Other than that and other than people people, people outside of us believing something's going to happen. Some were chanting and chanting, saying, you know, 
your beauty is fleeting. Your, your be- let her beauty be fleeting. You know how they, they sound real weird when they be pronouncing these curses. Let her beauty be as one. You know, all this. They don't, that's just spooky stuff. They can just say it normally. Let her, they can just say it. They don't have to be spooky with it. If they say it and they believe it, that's a law. If you say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast in the sea, it shall happen. Christ said unto the woman, woman, your faith made you whole. Yeah, he, people always say, well, Christ healed her. Christ told her, woman, your faith made you whole. But he did say he felt virtue leave my body. But that was because the woman, when she felt like when I touch him, some going to leave him. Some going to leave him to me. And that energy pulled on his, his I'm, being. I'm so but he told okay. that woman, your faith, your faith, your faith have made you whole. You know, Brother Seth, this is Jennifer. Brother, you okay. got to remember, too, you know, people become knowledgeable of who uh, the Mashiach is, okay? They understand who he is, or they come to the knowledge of who he is. But they don't know all that you're talking about at the beginning because Rosie and Isabel are witnesses of the father telling me to take people off of the, um, what did he call it, uh, Rosie's altar. 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 Now, I got five people right now screaming up there that were witnesses to that. Everybody don't know that in the beginning, but they've witnessed Yahushua by faith or, by, or, or Mashiach by faith or the Messiah by faith. But what you're saying is some people don't even show or know, they don't even know about the voodoo per se. Okay, like Rosie said, her daughter is here. Her daughter don't know nothing about voodoo, but do I? I break the power of the voodoo all the time. I break it all the time. She hadn't heard nobody constantly telling her or teaching her or her mom doing that, her mom doing the phone. And for those of y'all listening, when she says she breaks the power, uh, when she says she breaks the power, some of y'all grandmamas might have said, Satan, I bind you. Some of y'all, some of y'all grandmothers might have said, somebody, somebody got some noise in the background. Somebody got some noise in the background. There's noise in the background. Noise in the background. That's the only thing I don't like about having three lines open, because this line is open, Rosie's line is open, and Jennifer's So kind of keep it quiet, but uh, if you don't mind, please. But. No, no. Jennifer, Jennifer said, I break the power of voodoo. Somebody else might say, I bind. The Bible says, what's up you? Just to let everybody know that she is scripture and what she said. I want to bring the scripture into it, the scripture into it. What these ladies are saying, and it could be a gentleman as well, what they're saying is principles that they're getting from the Bible. When Jennifer says, I break the power of voodoo, she's basically saying, I bind this thing. The Bible says, what's up we bind upon the earth shall be bound in heaven. It's like this jury, whenever we do something, they mimic it. They stand behind us. We're we're like ambassadors. We are ambassadors. When we say a thing, they say it. When we bind it, they bind it. When we loose it, they loose it. This is the power of the church. This is a whole other Bible study, the power of the church. The church can't curse if they want to. Nobody ever exercises it in these days and times. In the book of Acts, they did. Church can curse somebody. Paul said in Rome in Second Corinthians five, it is reported that there's fornication among you, such fornication has not been seen among the Gentiles that one should have his father's mother. I've been absent in spirit, have already judged this person. Listen, when y'all come back together with this person, turn them over to Satan. That they spirit that they turn turn them over to Satan for the destruction of their body. 
turn them over to Satan for the destruction of their body. The church had the ability to turn people over to Satan for the destruction of their body. Now, if I told somebody in church, hey, turn sister so-and-so over to Satan for the destruction of their body, it looked like I'm crazy. But Paul said, turn this person that's been sleeping with his father's mother who's out of control, sinning like crazy. Turn him over to Satan for the destruction of his body. That's death. That his spirit might be saved in the day of the Lord. Because if you don't, he's going to mess around and his spirit ain't going to be saved. Go ahead and send him on to be with his maker so he'll be savaged. That's some deep teaching right there. I know there's a whole other Bible. But I just said all that to say that you can bind and loose. And, and, and so, anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to jump in too much there, Sister Rosie. Well, I'll let Jennifer finish saying what she was saying. She was in the movie. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm good. Go I'm good. Go ahead, Rosie. No, 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 no. You, I, I just wanted to validate when you said I broke the spirit of, uh, I think that's what your words, voodoo. Somebody might say, well, how's she going to do that? I just wanted to validate what you said. Yes, you can do that. We might differ on how voodoo actually happened. I, I mean, I'm listening to y'all, but other than, Words spoken and belief and faith and declaring and Sister Jennifer saying I bind and the witch saying I I speak the spell I curse this thing let her not be let her not be and all of the chants they say over candles and dark dark rooms and skulls and bones and bloods and monkey feet and all this stuff they do everybody saying the same thing. You're using negative energy, negative faith, and people is getting cursed left and right. Their skin is getting corrupt. They're dying, husbands, wives. All kind of stuff is happening because we are gods. We have the ability to act as the Most High has given us his power. We are a part of him, and we can command. We can create. So that's what I'm getting. But I people hear y'all, and they hear what you're saying, and they should be able to hear y'all and hear us and know where we're going with this. What's, what I would like to do, Sister Rose and Sister Isabel, I know you're on the line too, but Sister Rose, go ahead and share us one more thing, and then I'm going to bring on Sister Jennifer, and we're going to talk about the, the mechanics of this, how they enter, why. Because some people saying, okay, I, I get it. Y'all, okay, y'all scare me now. I see, I see. Okay, I can even remember and see, see, see these spirits in my own life. How can I get free, y'all? Y'all don't scare the crap out of me. So how can I? How can I? How can I? How can I? So we want to, we want to, we want to go there and help them out. It's not fair. Hallelujah! That, Hallelujah! And I love what you said, Sister Rosie. Oh my goodness! If nothing else, I love what you said when you said people can get free tonight. That was the spirit. That was the Most High speaking to you for sure. He's been speaking to all of us, but I love. That was a right now word. Go ahead and uh, Sister Rosie share one more, and then we'll bring on Sister Jennifer and let her and I. And if y'all want to add in, add live, that's fine. If you want to jump in quickly, but we're gonna grab the floor after you, Sister Rosie. And by the way, those are the phone lines is full of people. I mean, the phone lines is it's more people in the phone lines than way more people in the phone lines than there is in the chat room. So what I want to do is if you're in the in the uh, on the phone lines, and you think it's a bunch of hoax, let us know. You think these people been smoking on some? Let us know. You think uh, we're we're just full of the white man's teaching? Let us know. We really need to hear from you, Sister Rosie. Go ahead. Well, first of all, brother, says thank you. And I want to say, if you're Hebrew, you probably experienced something already. I don't think many of our people have not had some kind of 
evil visitation of some sort, seeing where we are. So um, that's one thing I want to say. The other thing I do want to mention is that binding and breaking are two separate things. And you have to see that you can, Scripture talks about binding the strong man so that you can spoil his house. So breaking the power of something is a, a stronger move of the set-apart spirit Absolutely. of the rock. Absolutely. When you're yeah, breaking the power of something, you're I causing agree. that thing to be no longer able to affect your life anymore. When you bind something, you're giving, it has, it has a time where it cannot be, it cannot move in your life. A demon, um, you know, a work of the evil one. What you want to do is you want to bind the enemy and break and destroy his plots, his plans, those things that he's arrested in your life that caused you to not, to not win or to hinder you from being closer to Father, because that's really what it's all about. Now, y'all hear this, sister. She is absolutely right. I'm telling you, I'm talking fast. I can't tell everything. We can't tell everything. You're only going to hear a drop of spiritual warfare tonight, but it'll be a strong drop if you would just have an open mind and listen. But she is right on point. Go ahead. So going back to my point about voodoo, this is my background. I just wanted to lay that out. This is where I came from. This is where Jennifer met me. When Jennifer met me, I met her through some sisters, and I wasn't altogether excited about everybody. She got on the phone, and she said, you need to come here now. I felt the anointing. I'm, I'm real keen with that. I mean, I know, I know my father. I don't know much else, but I know my father. I know his voice. I know when he's in the room. So when I heard that, it was a command. It was a decree to get where I needed to be. I didn't know what Father was going to do, uh, but immediately when I met her, you know, uh, long story short, I was dying, Seth. I was gray. But I was so, and I was, I had been praying with a witch for five years and they didn't know that I was praying with a witch. Okay? She was in my life. She would ask for project. I didn't, I didn't know it. Father's tried to show me it. And when I saw something that Father showed me, that her in a black cloak outfit, I didn't know what I was seeing. I was kept the whole time by Father. But this is how Jennifer met me. She never told me I was dying. She never said anything. But I'm going to tell you, I don't even know how to tell you without not crying. I'm going to tell you, when I walked into the room with these women that were there, and Jennifer, the anointing was so strong. You you couldn't stand up. The joke with me was that I didn't wear dresses. I had to wear pants because I was always on the floor. I stayed on the floor. Isabel telling you how she just kind of fell a couple of times. I I was known for being on the floor. I just went to the floor when I got there because I was going to be on the floor. And I'm talking about not on the floor because I'm trying to show out, not on the floor because somebody needs to cover me up. I'm on the floor because the power of the Most High was so strong that you could not stand up in anything. Real quick to everybody, to Sister Josie, what she's describing is what happened all throughout the Old Testament with Jacob and anybody that ever come, uh, uh, come up to the Most High, or, or even angels. It was so, when you see someone from the spiritual realm who's been given a body to come in to do this and that or the other, they have to be given a body to come into this atmosphere. They will scare the heck out of you, you know, especially if they, you know, is, is 
It's just the different ways they come. Now, some Bible, Bible says be careful how you entertain strangers, for some have entertained angels unaware. Sometimes angels come looking like everybody else. They're messengers. but You know, they come and give messages. But sometimes the, 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 the cherubians is what the word I'm looking for. There are angels that's called cherubians, and this is some spooky stuff. I really don't like talking about it because I don't know that much about it, but I know one thing. When they show up, they don't look like people. And there's few people that have encounters with them. I don't think the Most High is going to expose them to Serbia because we would go crazy for real. But in the Bible days, they came into contact with cherubims, you know, spirits that, you know, in the angelic form, if you will. Well, go ahead, uh, Sister Rosie. That's a little, get a little complicated. Somebody does have a question or a comment. Uh, I don't know whether to let you finish, Sister Rosie, or take the question comment. What do you want to do? Please let them comment. I'll wait. Okay. Eric Code 708. This is going to be interesting if this is who I think it is. Erico, 708903, go ahead with your question and comment. Where are you calling from? Who? What's your name and where are you calling from? Hold on. I'm sorry to turn your mic on. Try to try it again. Try it again. I just turned your mic on. Again, what is your name and where are you calling from again, please? This is Ock Watchman Gabriel Trey from the Chicagoland area. And my comment was, Welcome, Brother Gabriel. Welcome, Brother Gabriel. Shalom, Barakatah. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings to y'all. But my comment was about increasing the power to take out the spirits and increasing your gifts, the main things to do as Christ did and he instructed his disciples and us was to pray and fast. So if you, the more you fast like he did, how did he get full strength? He fasted for 40 days and nights. How, what, that's the purpose of fasting. It brings your spirit and kills the flesh. So when the flesh is weak, the spirit is strong. So when you strengthen your spirit, that strengthens your power to take out the spirits and other things like that of the Most High. So that's what we need to all learn how to do, to pray more, at least three times a day, and fast. So you pray and Yes, fast brother, I agree with you. I agree with you that fasting and prayer are weapons that are are very mighty and love. Love is an awesome weapon that works against the enemy. As you know, Brother Seth, you mentioned the sister when you started telling her you loved her, what that did to those evil spirits. Love is very, 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 very powerful. But the biggest weapon you can use against the enemy to win is obedience. If you walk in obedience, you're going to walk in some power eventually. And that's the truth of it. And people and don't I understand. Wanna, I want to answer that real Just, just uh, I, I was go ahead. I say people don't understand, well, how can I get demons or how can a demon enter me? First of all, most people have demons. That's just the way it is. Most people have demons. Now, some people say, well, I don't have no demons. You may not, but most people do. The the way you get demons in now, your hold life. On, hold on, hold on, I got I got to interject here real quick. Okay. Sister Rosie, Sister Rosie, real quick, real quick, real quick. Sister Rosie is profoundly accurate. She just dropped a bomb, and I learned that later on in the deliverance game. I did not know because I was I was thinking about these spirits and praying and praying, and then the Most High just revealed to me most people have them. My brother came over shortly after. 
Well, I probably I'm not gonna share that because he actually listened. I don't want. I'm not even go there. <laughs> but trust me, trust me. I'm not gonna. No, I could have told him some. I could have. We could have. Right, so it don't matter. But I'm telling y'all, she is real. Listen, this is very simple. Any area of your life, you're supposed to say to the Most High, you got a hundred percent of every area of my life. My finances, my wife, my marriage, my job, every thought we supposed to bring captive and bring it into the obedience of the most high. Every thought. That's pretty deep. When you got your thoughts in lockdown. You gotta be checking out every thought. Somebody said that sounds like bondage. No, it's not after a while you get used to it and it becomes easy. But every thought you bring into obedience. Once you say to the most high Here's the area of my life where I don't want you to intrude. I don't trust you. You ain't going to say it like that. You can be more religious with it. But if you got areas of your life that you don't turn over to him, those ain't those areas are endangered. That's what happened to my mother, in all due respect. She was a powerful warrior. She know the stuff I we're talking about. My mother raised me up in this. But my mother would not judge her diet. My mother would not judge her diet. My mother would yeah. not judge her body. My mother she would not follow obedience, as Sister Rosie was saying, where it relates to our body. Some of us don't obey the Most yeah. High where it relates to our sexuality. Some of us won't obey the Most High where it relates to our sexuality. Some of us won't obey the Most High where it relates to our sexuality. And some of us don't obey the Most High where it relates to how we look at the white man. Some of us don't relate to Most High. Watch this one. Watch this one. This is the trickiest one out of all. Some of us don't obey the Most High the way we look at ourselves. We don't forgive our own self for something we did. And spirits walk in because that's an area you won't let the Most High have. Any area you'll let him have, it's like a think of a big old ho- a hotel with a bunch of windows. And you got all the windows locked. The lock windows mean you turn those over to the Lord. You're doing what he tells you to do. You don't have to be perfect. Folks, you do not have to be perfect. I know for a fact, Sister Rosie, Sister Isabel, Sister Jennifer, I bet they're not perfect. But you got to have these errors at least trusting the most high and doing what he tells you to do. If you slip up and down, that's not a problem. Just close the window back, ask for forgiveness, move on, because the most high is going to forgive you. She ends up in, you know, anyway. So, but when you say no, I, I, this area, uh-uh. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wear what I want to wear. I know I ain't supposed to wear this dress. I know it's too short, but I gotta get me a man. I know men when I wear this, they are gonna look at me. I, I, I know. I know how I'm supposed to dress. I, 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 I don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I, 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 when you do that, look for an evil spirit to come in some kind of way get control your, of your wardrobe of the spirit of lust that you're trying to bring upon men, and sooner or later it's gonna grow, 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 grow. Go ahead, brother Gabriel. Yeah, you said a lot of yeah. stuff. I forget half my points, but uh, yeah, we must learn to pray and fast in the days from Scripture. If you want to fast week, fast weekly will be the fourth day, which is Wednesday, and the sixth day or the preparation day, which will be Friday. So to increase your strength in the Most High, you do, you do kill the flesh, like the sister said. All us had demons on us, and the demons residing of a vessel. And that vessel is our flesh. So when you get your inner woman or inner man more power, that vessel is filled with more pure form. So when you're more pure, you have the form, the ability to take out demons, 
to see demons, to control situations, to have in the spirit and actually walks and talks for you instead of you just, like you were saying, you were dealing in the flesh and you couldn't take the spirit out. That's why I love the most high. I feel like even though I ain't totally with him, he works with me. Like if I go into uh, talking to uh, anybody about scripture, sometimes I open the Bible go right to the scripture I'm looking for. I ain't saying that's the most high all the time, but it happens so many times, it has to be. So my point is this. Fast and pray, and the most high will lead the rest of the way. Because I, I, I got to learn how to pray more myself, and I'm trying to start fasting right and more. A- actually, I stopped fasting. I'm trying to start fasting again. So that's why I think I'm losing some of my power in the most high. But uh, I want to well, give a couple, uh, two, uh, two uh, websites I want to share with y'all. HealthHerbs.com. HealthHerbs.com. Got a whole bunch of natural solutions for all these ailments we're dealing with. So you don't have to go through the pharmacia, a.k.a. pharmacy, a.k.a. witchcraft way of so-called. Well, Brother Gabriel, Gabriel, Brother Gabriel, Brother Gabriel, just hold on a second. Even though that's some good stuff, I want I got some other people with their hands up, and I know you just dropped some good, but I want to stay on the spiritual rem, spiritual remedies. I mean, you know, we have shows where we, you know, right. you talk about I mean, The people that run the site, they're Christian-based. The brother's uh, 71 with the physical attribute of a 30-plus-year-old person. So I, I see in another website you say, last night you're trying to say I deal mostly with the Old Testament and the law. Two websites to, to show more who I get my understanding from, gatherchrist.org, it'll be up on Sunday, and israelitesunite.com. Both of them, you can get what I'm all about for real. Instead of having an opinion, you can get a, a more clearer picture. I get at least half my understanding from those people. So you want to see what Brother Gabriel is talking about, see if I'm in error, you know, you can verify it with IsraelitesUnite.com or GatheringOfChrist.org. Brother Gabriel, you didn't have to do that. We know what you say. I used to be Hold on, hold on, listen. Listen, brother, because you really take us off you really take us off the subject, but but since you brought it up, let me say this. With all due respect, I know exactly what it means to live by the law and try to be justified by it. I I was that person. I lived like that. Most people live trying to do good things to please the most high. Israelites, all they're doing now is just trying to be justified. By keeping all these laws, and if we start talking about which laws, they get confused. But what we're talking about tonight is the spirit. That is the other thing we talked about, demon spirits. We talked about angels a little bit. But another thing we want to talk about, we talked about familiar spirits. We talked about soul times. But another thing we definitely don't want to close the show out, we're talking about the evil spirit, the solution. If I would have just told that girl the gospel, like that voice was telling me, just tell her the gospel, just tell her the gospel, just share the gospel. Don't worry about the demons you saw, just tell her the gospel. She would have accepted the most high in her life, and them spirits was been, they would have been driven out by the Holy Spirit. That's the easiest way to get people free. But walking around with people bound up in witchcraft, wizards, witches, Ouija boards, if they don't want to let that stuff go, yeah, you can get a rise. The spirit can act up and taunt and frown, but why do that? Might as well leave them alone. they got legal grounds to be there. That's another thing. One time I went to cast out a spirit, this one girl, and this girl was acting up just like all these other people were, and I said, are you willing to forgive this person? Because we found out what the, why the spirit was there. I said, are you willing? She said, no. I said, stop it. Everybody, stop praying. I'm ready to go home. They said, what are you doing? You're going to leave her like that? I said, 
day, nothing we can do. You can make the spirit frown at you and all that, but it ain't going nowhere. That spirit have legal grounds to get. She don't want to forgive this person. That's how it entered that. It entered the forgiveness window, so to speak. Ain't nothing we can do. Let's go. I left her. I left her there. Well, why do you try to minister to her to give her forgive? I asked her, sister. The reason this spirit have gained interest to you is because you walked in unforgiveness to a particular person. Are you willing to forgive him? No. I, I, I don't want to forgive him. Now you know, no. Ain't nothing you can do. Leave. Like Sister Rosie just said, she is profoundly right. And I'm coming to you 24, Dred. She is right. Most people have evil spirits because most people are in rebellion. Brother Gabriel, i got to move on, my brother. All right, those Brother Gabriel, you always got a lot to say. And uh, remember, you can, y'all can you can comment later. You don't have to just comment one time on this show. Just Brother Gabriel, press one so your hand can go down. Later on, you want to come back on, not a problem. Uh, Eric code 80452, I think this is 24 Dread. Hold on, I pushed the wrong button. Eric code 204-520. Go ahead with your question or comment, brother. Uh, is this 24 Dread? Yeah, what's up, brother? Seven, how you doing, brother? I'm doing okay. What city are you in, man? I keep forgetting. Richmond, VA. How y'all doing, sisters? Hi, brother. How are you? Hey, go ahead, up? my brother. Yeah. Right, all right. Um, I just wanted to ask a question. Uh, y'all been, you know, quoting a lot of Bible verses this evening and everything. I was just wondering, um, what, is, what does that uh, say to the person who don't know a lick of the Bible? Oh, now well, verse. They've I know, heard of I, Jesus. I they've heard of there. God. I know. And just so everybody, just so everybody is clear on where the brother coming from, this is one of our brothers that is deep into Egyptologists, paying homage to the motherland, paying homage to our people. I respect it and feel like somebody has to do that. Pay homage to Africa and his contributions, Kemet. You know, he's it's, it, somebody has to do it. I just the show I've been trying to stress to them. My Egyptology brothers and sisters, we just can't leave it in the natural. We cannot leave it in the natural. We cannot just stay in the natural because there is the spiritual realm. Now, my brother, you said you don't believe in the Bible, but yes, no, 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 no. All... I said I asked you. I said, what does that do for people who don't believe? You know, who who has never you know read the Bible before? The scriptures y'all was spit you were spitting off uh, the, all evening. Okay. Uh, okay. What, what does that do for the people who don't I'm gonna understand tell you what it does. the scriptures? I'm you tell understand you, what I'm saying? I follow you. I, I'm, I follow you. Let me let me share. Any one of the sisters share if they want to. Uh, Sister Rosie or Sister Isabel, we haven't heard from you in a while. And Sister Jennifer, listen, y'all can jump in too. But here's what I say to you, 24 Dread, brother. What it say to the people that's not familiar with the Bible is my people perish for a lack of knowledge. You better go find you some Bible. I know it's been tampered with. I know books are missing. I know about the cancel Nazi. I know all that. But listen, if these folks have gotten delivered using that book that's been battered and beat up by the powers that be but still have strong enough power in it to get folks free, they better go to this book that they've been hating on. And I'm talking about a lot of Egyptologists and a lot of atheists and a lot of folks that ain't even, even calling themselves a saint. If you have issues with that Bible, because you know it's, you know, some of y'all may have some points. Some of you Egyptologists may have some points. We know his name wasn't Jesus because there wasn't no J, so y'all got that right. 
But if you see people come on the line, they got these serious experiences like Sister Isabel had all of that delivery she went through, and Sister Jennifer, and you heard me. I ain't even, man, I got at least, I know I got probably 250 stories if I just sit down and think. It's just those are the dramatic ones I talk about, but there's some minor ones. But all I'm saying, if you hear people out here trying to let you know that this thing is real that, that and that the most high power is real as well, just as equal it is real, actually more real than the enemy is, then you latch on to that. You don't keep fighting it. You say, well, where do I go? That's why I've been trying to bring the scriptures into you. Go find the scriptures. Go look at it. You have to believe because the proof is right here in your face with Egyptology. And I'm not knocking all of the teachings of Egypt, but I'm saying there's so much y'all got to trust. You got to trust bones that you ain't never seen. You got to trust archaeologists you ain't never seen. You got to trust all these books that you want. It's but here is some in your face, evil spirits in your face saying stuff. And then you use scriptures that you read right now, and those spirits cry out. One thing I did real quick, and I want the sister to chime in real quick. I did. I forgot to mention this. The one sister that we helped from the uh, 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 convention center, when we did get her to the pastor's house, y'all listen to this. Some listen. I hear a little noise in the background. When we did get her to the pastor's house, I forgot to tell y'all this. Somebody said. That looks like Fred's car. Somebody just said that. That looks like Fred's car. When that spirit heard them say that, this is what it said. No, 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 no. Not Fred. Not Fred. Not Fred. That was the second real outburst. First time is when we talked about the love. But they, they start screaming again when somebody said it looked like Fred's car. So you know what I'm, what I'm thinking. Who? In the world is this Fred. Well, I got to meet Fred. And if you ever met Fred, you'll know why those spirits was crying out like that. They cried out like they were with Christ. They cried out like they were Paul. They probably cried out like that with Sister Isabel or Sister Jennifer or Sister Rosie. Or maybe you, Brother 24 Dread. I don't know. But they cry out to people that houses the power of the Most High. When you meet Fred, he's real skinny because he's always fasting. He's quiet, and he's dynamite. You do not want to meet him in the back alley if you are evil spirit. So that's why that spirit was crying out. So, Brother 24 Dread, when you hear all this stuff, you got to go and, and, and use the knowledge that the Most I have given you. You have been lacking by putting the Bible completely out of your life. You got to – I listen to you, my brother. I listen to y'all. Some things I institute, some things I don't. I've had issues with y'all the last two shows because I've asked y'all, where are the miracles? Where are the gifts? Where Where is proof other than y'all hollering about some books? And it's a brother, Yahshua, couldn't, couldn't produce. I don't know why he called his name Yahshua. That's Bible right there. But anyway, you couldn't produce. That's why I have frustrations with the Ethiopia of the Egyptologist count. All this ancient history, and nobody can benefit but black folks. What about the white people? What about Indians? They need the most high too. Uh, Sister Rosie, Sister Isabel, Sister Jennifer, don't all jump at the same time. Or please address this brother if you can. I'll leave the floor to my sister. Well, the only thing I would say is there's a saying, a quote, and I can't think where it is. Uh, and me personally, this is Jennifer. Uh, you know, I'm kind of like Paul. You know, when Paul made the quote all, you know, all he knew was Yahushua and him crucified or, you know, as people say out there, um, not the same person, but as they say, Jesus. All I know is him and him crucified. So 
you know, the crucifixion is what, you know, or the impalement is what I'm thinking about. I'm not trying to keep up with everybody. The power is there by, I mean, it's no denying that the power is there with me. You know, I love my, my, my ladies out there, and I say this humbly, but I'm going to say it. They know what they know because their teacher taught them well. I taught them deliverance. They they yeah. saw deliverance. They experienced deliverance. They won't deny that they did not know much about deliverance. So all I'm interested in is recognizing my Mashiach, the one that uh, Father sent to save me. I'm not trying to get down with every other uh, religion. I'm just out to help somebody because I get a whole lot of Facebook messages. I get a whole lot of biblical Hebrews of the Bible messages. I get a whole lot of emails where people are crying to me for deliverance. I'm not trying to be a show-off. I just want to help somebody. That's all I want to do, and many have been set free. I haven't said much, but I just want to say this real quickly. My um, Rosie's daughter lives with me. Rosie's daughter has had major complications, and I'm speaking now of another form of deliverance. She had major complications uh, last year. She went to the nutritionist by my suggestion instead of a um, New World Order doctor, and uh, pretty much she was diagnosed with um, diabetes. I didn't want her to do anything else but follow a good, strict diet and let me lay hands on her and command that pancreas to act like it had some sense. I said, I command you on the authority of the word of the Most High to operate like you're supposed to. I'm not taking uh, her to no doctor. She's not getting on any medication. And let me tell you, she was drinking, and what, how much about? Five gallons of water a day. That is another sign of diabetes. So my thing is, all I tell people all the time, show me the power, like in Jerry Maguire said, show me the money. Show me the power, because I don't see it nowhere. I don't see the power anywhere. She is healed. She does yeah. not have diabetes anymore. Yeah. Now, let me tell you another story real quickly. My mom died at a young age from breast cancer. So typically, a person like me would be afraid of a very big knot in a breast. Well, my little Athena, who I just spoke of, had a huge knot in her breast. We don't know what it was, cancer or cyst or what. But because my mom passed away that way, I could have freaked out. I didn't. I spoke to it. And I said, I command that sister shrivel up. You shrivel up now. And she was in so much pain, she could not lay on her right side, on her breast. It is gone. It is gone. I could go on and on and on. And this is only for the ear that can hear what the Spirit is saying in case you want to be healed, in case you want to be set free. Because people will talk of the power, but I would ask you, ask them to show it to you. Don't talk about it. Show me, because I have laid hands on cancerous people. I have laid yes. hands on people that were under the power of voodoo. I have laid hands on a baby when the baby was dropped on its head and would not suck anymore. The boyfriend dropped the baby on the head and all the sucking power had gone away. I laid hands on that baby. Baby hadn't sucked or drank milk for three days. When I laid hands, that baby took a bottle immediately. Yes. And let, 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 me, let, me, let me jump in here real quick. Brother 24 Dredge, you still there, right? Yeah, brother. Now, 
Sister Jennifer, I appreciate you just saying that, and uh, I kind of I'm glad y'all there, and I do want you to talk a little bit more. But I had to bring on these other people, yeah. and they have some strong testimonies, and that's why the time kind of got away from us. But what we're going to do is another show and let you just share a little bit more. But listen, Twenty Four Dread, and anybody else listening that's of the e- e- uh, Egyptology persuasion, all truth, all truth, all truth. It's ne- not necessarily relevant. But all truth, at some point, the Bible says truth will make you free. Let me yeah. just stick with the scriptures. Now, Dred, I know for a fact a lot of things you say is right. You said last night, we're gods. And you thought as a Christian or as a believer, I was going to frown on that. And I say, yeah, we are gods. You don't hear very many Christians saying that, but then I took you to the scriptures and show you how Christ was nearly killed for saying that. But he did go on to say in Psalms, I think, 82, the most high stand in the congregation of the gods. The most high stand in the congregation of the gods. I thought he was God. He is. So who are these other gods? It's the people. We have his ability. Now, what Sister Jennifer just did sound crazy. She just acted like a god. She may even like saying she's a god. She's not to be worshipped, but she was creative. I command this pancreas. Are you out of your mind? How are you going to command a pancreas? See, here's what it is. A pancreas has life. Christ cursed a fig tree. He really sounded crazy. This is just, It wasn't even moving, but it's a tree. It had life. But it wasn't bringing forth figs. He got pissed off and just cursed the tree. Yes. So what I'm saying is, just like Christ, took the laws of gravity and said, I know about gravity, I know you're a bad boy, but I need you to chill right now because i got to walk over to that boat and I don't feel like walking around, so I'm going to walk on this water. Gravity, chill out. That's a God. And he said, the works that I do, you will do greater works. Yeah. We are, when you start commanding and cursing and binding and loosing, and as Sister Rosie said, breaking, you are operating as a God. So, Twin Four Dread, I got a question for you. You had a question for me last night. I got a question for you. When are you, if you're not, I don't know that you are not, but when are you going to start operating as a God? Hey, hey, hey. Now, now, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I'm saying because we all, somebody may want to say that to me. You know, Seth, what about you? In your own personal life, you got some challenges. But I'm saying we all got to start operating on that level, speaking, binding, loosening, breaking, walking with the Creator. It ain't just about yeah. It, yeah. it's walk. It's about loving the Creator and enjoying Him and True. fellowshiping, you know, yeah. as well. Can I answer that? Yes, yes. All right. Um, I actually um, do it every day. You know, um, just like I was saying, I don't need the. Um, you know, I'm not saying I don't need the Bible. You know, I've I've read I've written some stuff, read some stuff in the Bible, just like I was able to spit a few things off to you yesterday. Um, just like on on my situation with my child support situation. <clears throat> you know, um, I spoke something out, and it and it actually manifested itself um, the other day. Um, so I mean, I I, I speak things out. Uh, all the time, you know what I'm saying, and to to my daughter, as far as my daughter, you know, she was supposed to be uh, so-called crazy. You understand what I'm saying? That that's what the um, uh, uh, the the so-called doctors um, called her. That she needed medicine. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, spoke, what I, happened? I spoke it out. I say nothing wrong with her. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's nothing wrong with her. She's okay. And what and, happened to her? And, and don't you know, to this, this day, she's okay. It's, it's nothing wrong with her. She don't need the medicine. Who, who, who do you give glory to that? Who do you give praise for that? He, me. I spoke it out. What? But, I spoke but, it out, and I ain't saying nobody's name but the power, or nothing like right, that. I spoke it right, out. Right, but let, let me say this. As far as the name, we get caught up in the name. I do this in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus. Really, you don't even have to say that. It's it's good protocol to just say it so everybody know what you're doing. But really, the name, the word name, N-A-M-E, name, it's not that thing you say in Jesus' name, I pray. That's not praying in his name. Praying is naming, if you look up the word name in the concordance, look it up and look at the Hebrew definition of the word name, name, name. Name means character. When the Bible says no man coming to the Father, there's no other name but whereby man must be saved. There's no other character whereby man must be saved. Remember the seven sons of Seba used the name, come out in the name of Jesus, or it was the name of Yahshua or whatever, the demons laughed at them and tore them up. It's not the name which you call somebody like 24 Dread, Rosie, Testify, Jennifer. I mean, uh, uh, Testify, Isabel. Jennifer, that's not, that's what we call them, but their name is the character. If Jennifer being able to cast out evil spirits, uh, Isabel being able to cast out evil spirits, Rosie being able to cast out evil spirits, Brother Seth being able to cast out evil spirits, is because of our character and authority. Check it out. Right now, we're on the Internet. Go to the Strong's Concordance. It's online. Type in the word name and tell me what it says. It's going to say name. It's going to say character and authority. That's why something's happened without... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just say this one more thing. Let me say this one more thing. That's why in Romans 2, there was somebody that did not have the law. And they had a circumcision of the heart. And they pleased the Most High. How can you please the Most High and you didn't, you're not circumcised? You told you should get a circumcision. It said that they wasn't circumcised, but they had their heart circumcised, and they was without the law. Without the law mean they didn't have no Holy Scriptures, no Bibles, they didn't know about no Moses, Zechariah, none of them priests. But they pleased the Most High because they had a circumcision of the heart. You can have a circumcision of the heart, and not having even heard the name Jesus or the gospel. Watch this. Watch this. On Apostle Paul went up on Mars Hill. They had a sign that they was up there worshiping something they said to the unknown God. Paul get to preaching, preaching, preaching. He said, this sign to the unknown. He said, I'm preaching to you about this God. He didn't say, you talking to another God. We're so quick to throw people in hell because they don't say it like we say it. The bottom line is, I don't, I'm not to judge you, my brother. The Bible says, Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me. Now, people say, oh, there it is right there. You got you to know Jesus. You got to know Yahshua. You got to know Messiah. You got to understand what that me is. Look that word up. In the Arabic, me, like I said yesterday, means I and I. I and I. It's where those Rastafarians are always talking about I and I. And I and I means spirit. So what Christ really said, if I'm talking about go now online. Y'all can type. Look up the word me in the Arabic. 
It's going to be I and I. It means spirit. So Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man coming to the Father but by the spirit. Now, how do people make it in that never heard the gospel in Africa, in, in Papua New Guinea? No, no ministers been back there, no preachers. They done died. How are they going to make it? Who, are they going to go straight to hell or a lake of fire? No. The Bible says that nature itself in Romans preaches that there is a God. So, old man, thou art without excuse. The most I talk about people being judged by their conscience. This is some deep, deep stuff. Deep, deep stuff. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to let Sister Jennifer or whoever they're going to hop in. Paul told those people who had to sign to the unknown God, he said, I show you a more excellent way. So that's what believers can say. They can say to Egyptology, I hear what you're saying, my brother. Yeah, you might have got a miracle. I can't deny that. But I show you a more excellent way. They can say that. But they cannot say that what you said to your daughter did not happen. They can say, let me show you a more excellent way. Let me tell you the name of the Father. You just commanded it, and it happened. You used your God-given ability to speak things, but let me show you a more excellent way. He had a Messiah. He sent the Son. But 24 Dredge, you heard me yesterday. A lot of people are going to be able to please the Most High because they're confused by all these religions. But their heart is a circumcised heart of the Spirit. These people are going to be one with the Father. Believe me, Father ain't going to say, well, why come you didn't get a hold of the right Bible? Why come you didn't get a hold of the right church? It's almost impossible to listen to all these different religions, and this is why we have confusion. Go ahead, Sister Jennifer, real quick. No, actually, I have nothing else to say for the evening other than all power is not equal. So when we say this one can do deliverance and that one can do deliverance and Rosie can do deliverance and that one can't, I'm still going to say it, and I'm throwing it out there for a challenge. I will throw it out for a challenge. I will. I don't know how we'll meet or whoever. If they have the kind of power flowing out of them like I do, I am willing to meet you because the only one I've ever kind of seen or kind of heard of and I've never met them and they're on the East Coast, Kimberly Daniels or maybe Cindy Trim or somebody like that. But if they have the kind of anointing flowing out of them like I do, I would challenge you to introduce yourself to me. I don't know how we can do this, but I haven't met the person yet. I haven't met the person that where the diabetes is going. I mean, I could go on, on and on. People that have been molested, who've yeah. got splintered, dislocated, well, let, let me say this to you, because that's kind of sound a little dangerous. I'm going to make sure I want to understand you right. You might, the most high, you may have a gift, but that still don't mean that Sister Isabel, it ain't you, first of all. I heard you say, Absolutely I, I, I. not. Absolutely no, no, hold not. On. So, so we, I think what you mean, because I think I know what you mean, but I want to make sure somebody else listening to you saying, wait a minute, I'm trying to help how it sounds. You say, I, I, I. But what you're saying, whenever you've seen everything, anything, if it was legitimately from the most, and I believe it was, it was the spirit. Maybe it will to do more with Jennifer because you fasted, you prayed, you was more humble, you, 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 and you see how it's using you, and you're looking around and you don't see it using nobody else. Well, it's easy to go, I, 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 I. But all somebody else got to do is humble themselves, seek his faith, and he'll use them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, one more thing. Let me, please let me get this out. I'm going to say this again. 
It's as the spirit will. It is not as Isabel will. It is not as Rosie will. I wish it would be as Seth will. It's not as I will. It's as the spirit will. The Bible says, let us offer our bodies, living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the most high, which is our reasonable service. We're supposed to be standing there ready, mind in control, all thoughts pulled down according to of the obedience of uh, the obedience of the scriptures, we're supposed to all be like soldiers, ready, offering up our bodies to be used by the Holy Spirit. Okay, How many people may, do that? May, hold, hold on, hold on. It may pick Sister Jennifer more, and maybe she may be saying, "You know what? I'm being used a lot, and I'm being seen a lot." Sister Esther, do you are you used like this? No. Sister Isabel, are you used like this? No. Sister Rosie, are you used like this? No. That don't mean that you got a franchise on it. It just means that keep doing whatever you're doing because if you ever get up off your knees, if you ever quit pushing that plate away, if you ever get too haughty, if you ever get too proper, that spirit will not use you. Watch this, watch this, watch this. There's a whole lot of people, and this is dangerous. I'm about to drop a bomb. I was going to drop this at the very end, but since we brought this up, i got to say this. There's a lot of people with gifts just like this sister Jennifer and like what I've seen. The Holy Spirit uses them a lot. And they switch. And you say, wait a minute. I'm going to give you a classic example. There was a brother in Texas. Use, he's a prophet. He could do the same thing. He could tell you your name. It's people like the Bernadette Casuals or Maddie Mouse Clark, the Clark sister's mother, brought this woman to town. This woman was called by the audience. Saying you lost your job on Monday. People are like, how in the world this woman know this? And she just flew in from LA. She called up so many people, told my personal stuff. I'm not talking about God gonna bless you. Not not general. She was calling names. People have these gifts, but check this out. It's a gift. Watch this. It's a gift. These people can flip flop, go into sin, and their gifts still can be operated. Some people have. Let me explain. The gifts of the spirit is when those nine gifts of the spirit, right? But there are some people that just got a gift to understand visions and dreams. It ain't even one of the nine gifts. It's just a okay. It's like a it's, hold on, hold on. One more thing. One more thing, please. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I know I'm a little lengthy, but all I'm saying is there are people with gifts, and what happens is if they don't stay on their face, they can flip flop, and that's how you get a Jim Jones situation. This woman took off her clothes because this prophet said this prophet told her. He he is a prophet. Everybody know him down. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. You know, Bernard Jordan started out like that. That was a bad prophet up in New York. But look at Bernard Jordan now. You got he's paying for people praying for him to prophesy. The reason they trust Bernard Jordan because they remember him how he started. There's a lot of people with gifts, but with, if they flip flop and go bad on you, they'll have you and Jim and Diana drinking some poison. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, one of the things I wanted to say is that she was making a point. You didn't quite let her finish, and, and you interjected, and you didn't get the full point of what she's saying. But one of the things I do want to say that I, I absolutely agree with her on is that the brother that was in Egyptology, you were talking about, you know, how voodoo is not necessarily real. It's about suggestion, and it's about using faith in the opposite way. He's a perfect example of being using the spirit that's not of the most high to get what you want. People do it all the time that are witches. That's what they do. Warlocks, wicked, yeah. pagans, now, hold, this, hold, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on a second, Sister Rosie. Is this Rosie? Yes. Okay. Quick, I want you to finish. Just five seconds. 
I did not say voodoo is not real. I told you my mother has been striking with a curse. I said it's very real. I never said it's not real. Please. It is very real. My mother was sticking and putting the crazy out because of voodoo. So I never said that. What I said is it's not always cranked up to be real spooky and hard to understand. It's negative energies being used, controlled by people that's experts. It's a whole lot. It's a lot going to voodoo. I mean, I, I'm talking fast, but I can go into the body language. A lot of these witches are good, excellent body language. They, they read the way people dress, and they, it's, it's part gift. It's, it's, it's evil spirits talking to them, evil spirits tell them. Voodoo is a lot. But all, all I was trying to say, it's not as complicated as people make it out to be. And it's not. But, yes, it's real. Go ahead. Okay, brother. Well, maybe I misunderstood you because one thing we have to recognize is that that you spoke of at the beginning is having people understand that there is a spiritual realm. And in that spiritual realm, you have good and evil. Now, the enemy does have power. He does have some power to do some things. And he doesn't have power over us unless we...